Rock 106.9. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You know, it may be time to change some of the imaging on, on the radio program. Yeah. You heard there. Yeah. If we didn't give him a job, he'd probably be dead. Now, see, I think three years ago, funny and accurate. But some of you may not have heard, and we'll we'll do our best not to victory lap at a whole lot this morning. But we came back yesterday as the, the number one radio show in Canton again. This is not like the third time in a row. So, I think maybe if I didn't work here, I'd probably get job offers. <laughs> so Possibly. Maybe, so, so maybe what it says is, thank God he works here, because if he didn't, he'd be kicking our ass from across the street, maybe is what it should say. Maybe that's what it should say. I, uh, I'm obviously a happy man today. I've done this a couple of times. You cannot do this without the help of very talented and uh, dedicated people. We've learned that from watching uh, a couple of other shows here locally. Uh, Matthew Fantone, thank you very much for your hard work and your dedication. And, uh, well, honestly, your dedication to the city of Canton. I think that's why people like you. I don't think it's uh, you know anything else, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, dude, well, he tries hard. He gives it his best shot every day. He's there. He says, you know, I, it's almost a participation plaque that I'm allowed to be no, here. You know I would never give you one of those. <laughs> you know better than that. You got to do your bit. You got to do your bit. And uh, and you have done your bit. And so, yeah, we are, uh, we're doing very well. We started the show uh, yesterday. I was nervous that the, you know, the radio was going to do what radio does, which is kind of go up and down, up and down, up and down. And we're trying to negotiate to stay here again longer. And I kept telling management, I know what you're doing. You're waiting until this book comes out because you're expecting there to be a dip and then you're going to be able to not pay us as much money as we would like. And I kept telling them, and fans home will attest, I kept telling my boss, I was like, dude, you're doing this wrong. You're playing this wrong. I was like, we're going to do better. We're going to do better. And I was like, and then then you're going to be out of excuses. You're going to be, I, I don't know how you do better than number one, but uh, no, surprise, we did. And uh, I was like, we're, you're going to be out of excuses for why we don't have the things that we want. Remember when Tristan Thompson signed that that short term contract, and it was like, oh well, you know, he's gambling on himself, and then he ended up like yes. grabbing a million rebounds and ended up getting paid a hundred million dollars out of it. Yes. It's essentially what we just that's, did, well, right? And, I mean, and like, that's and I've told the story a couple of times. They muscled me into a number when they off, when, when when I interviewed here for the first day. He said to me, "This is how it went." He goes, well, what kind of financial end are you talking about? I said, "I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about it." He said, "You don't have time to think about it. Give me a number right now." And I gave him a number. Chubby little bastard does that, by the way. And I gave him a number that I knew would get me hired. Right. I knew it would get me hired. I knew. I was like, these guys want me, and as long as I don't overprice it, I'm going to get this gig. Yeah, get you hired and pay your bills. That right. was kind of the thing. And I remember being in that same position of like, you oh, my God. You did the same God, thing, I'm sure. Dude, it's enough money to pay all my bills. Holy crap. This is going to be great. I don't have to be a waiter. Yeah, right, exactly. You could tell Applebee's or whoever the hell it was right, at the time, right. go to hell. I think it was Max and Irma's, wasn't Correct. it? Correct. It was Correct. Max and Irma's. Nice see where they are now. Nowhere. They don't <laughs> Nowhere. exist anymore. Is Max and Irma's the number one restaurant again? No, it <laughs> no, is not. No, it is not. Okay, so again, back to you. Thank you very much. Oh, now, back to me a little bit. I'm going to be, <laughs> oh, seriously. And, and I thought about this yesterday, and I think Fantone, he knows me better than, than all of you, and uh, obviously spends a lot of time with me. I think he would tell you that, I think people would be shocked to find out that I'm half as e- ego sounding off of the air as I am on it. And that off the air, you kind of have to be like, no, dude, you're really good at this. You're, you're going you're to be fine a little bit. This is now, for this company, the second place where I have gone and dominated for a long period of time in a row. And so no matter what happens with the rest of my career now, when you write the book on me, you can't be like, well, he sucks at it. 
Oh, yeah, you're putting up numbers. The resume speaks for itself and so at this now, point. Yeah. Two different radio stations, yeah. two different markets for this company, same kind of gig, two different casts, and the result is the same. So when you write the book on me, it can't be like, well, he sucks. Right? Was he the best? I don't know. Yeah. Middle of the pack yeah. probably is more yeah. like it. But here we are. Right? And so, dude, a guy tried to rain on our parade yesterday. Of course, as people will do. They'll sit in their ivory towers on their, on their keyboards, and, the, and they'll, they'll judge us. They'll judge the performance people. And the guy said to me, he goes, how many shows are in Canton? I mean, is this really that big of a deal? And I said, well, and I didn't, I, all I said was, dude, you're not going to ruin my day, because you're not. You're not going to ruin my day. And there are about 15 shows that we get judged up against, because they bring in the Akron shows into it, and none of them can do this either. Now, you start bringing Cleveland people into it, you know what I mean, whatever. But that same company, we got that whole thing. But for this market, which is what we're asked to do, the only thing we're asked to do, we currently do really, really well, buddy. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't put too much uh, emphasis on what that guy I'm not says gonna, at all. Right. He, can, he can go F himself, dude. The, today's a day of victory. So a Victory. Uh, it is, dude. It, it is. It's a day of victory. The, uh, the way that I've kind of described it to people is... Um, in the last two and a half years, almost three that we're coming up on, uh, we've been able to accomplish a couple different things. Uh, number one, we've increased the ratings of this radio station from where Bob and Tom were. I mean, essentially, we've almost doubled what they were doing on a consistent basis. So that's a huge accomplishment. Radio's broken up I into radio's broken up into demographics and like you know how much you appeal to men of a certain age range and how much you appeal to women and our teens and it's all just broken down like anything else of like, hey, all right, you're a 38-year-old male, you kind of fit into this 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 niche or this group here. So with that being said, we've been able to win our demographics three consecutive books in a row. Three consecutive. We've been able to win the overall title, the overall title of number one morning show, two consecutive books at this point. Pretty good for a show that other program directors in the market, when we first signed on, said um, that thing will blow up inside of three months. Exactly. Exactly. Where the expectations were of this and where like everybody kind of thought this was going to go to where it is today and what honestly... There were days where we maybe thought it might end up going, right? And, and there's a little bit of me that I, I'm a little bit like, well, where do we go from here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, dude, I... I know every day that I can come in here, count on you, and we can both knock this out of the park. I know we can do this show. There's no doubt about that. We have proof now. What's yeah. but what's it's like? All right, well, what's our next step? What are we doing now? And and you know, a little concerned of like, all right, well, what are we going to do now? I think what might have to happen, and and uh, and if we're going to be real, and if I'm going to be 100 about it, the way I, I like to be about things, I think what's happened is is you and I have put all of our effort, passion, time into winning over the audience. Right. We still have to go on an ad campaign here in the building, right. and I don't. And, and, and I don't like it, and neither do you, and I don't know why it is, but it's even people who know us and like us. We have to win these people over, and we have to convince them, guys, it's time now. Let's go. Otherwise, we're always going to be right here. Like, if we don't, we got it. Dude, if you're not... If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Right, right. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I don't want to get worse. I like where we are. I want to continue to do it. I would like to get better. I want more. Like I said, I had I had Canton uh, businesses reaching out to me going, dude, let's do New uh, New Tour Tuesday Fest. Let's do it. I got a building for you. I got the money for you. I, I've got beer for you. Let's go. And we're both afraid to take it to our boss because he's going to say no. The last thing I want to do is feel like we've maxed out because I know we haven't. I, I, I was kind of talking to somebody yesterday about this and like, dude, 
I honestly genuinely believe we have potential to continue doing this, being Canton's number one morning show until the day I retire. Until the day you and I are both like, dude, I'm done. We're old. I'm done. I, you know, I, 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 I'm legitimately just going to play golf now. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Exactly. So I, I believe we have that potential. I do too. I just need, I just need to feel that the rest of uh, who, the people who are behind us, beyond the audience, the people who work here are behind I us. I think this next year, what we're going to have to do is what we don't want to, which is we're going to have to spend um, a little bit more time in this building. <sighs> Building bridges. Are we gonna have to like corporate sell out? Are we gonna have to now, be like what? Th- now I understand what. Very, I'm worried. Dude. I, yeah, a little bit. And dude, unfortunately, that kind of sucks because what should happen is they should all be coming to us now on their right. hands and knees, going, "What do you want?" What do you want us to do? My clients want to get involved with you because, dude, you just all you guys do is win. So, like, they want in. That's what should happen, but we know it's not gonna. And so, what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to kind of we're gonna have to politic it and. I hate to be this That's guy. Ridiculous. I hate to be this guy, but I'm going to lean on you here. You're kind of that guy, dude. That's that's dude, you're good at it. My, my frustration with it right now is that although you're better at it outside of the building, and I'm better at it in inside the building. of the building. I don't know why that is either. But I don't know why true, that is either. But, but dude, honestly, you're the nicest guy in the world as long as you've never met somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the moment he has spent more than 20 minutes with you, now nah, stands for he's the nice one. The uh, the good thing about what we've got going on right now, and the frustrating thing too, maybe it's it's the blessing and the curse of radio and ratings and working in the entertainment industry is that there's no finish line. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just won the championship. You and I just won the title. I brought the belt with me. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he has has big gold. I brought the belt with me today because, honestly, today is a victory day. It's a celebration day. We just won the title. But it all starts, it's it's already started over. Today, right now, when as we are talking to the audience, they're listening, they're judging, they're they're, they're keeping notes. Yeah, it's over. Right. Right back to the drawing board. Right back to it. It's what have you done for me lately. Exactly. So that's, I mean, you know, it's the blessing and the curse of it. Uh, Mike wants another hour. That's what he wants. Give us another hour of program. <laughs> it better be, it better be at 10 to 11 hour, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, that yeah. right now. Uh, here's the thing. Honestly, if that came down to it, and I don't want to get way too inside the room here, we have very meager uh, aspirations for the money we want, and we're still not going to get it. But it's very meager. <laughs> but it's not really funny, but no, we're not going to get it. Not, we're we're both going to be second job guys again throughout this next year. And that's fine, whatever. I, dude, this company's always kind of looked at me as one of those guys where they don't really feel like they got to really respect me a whole lot. It's been that way since the first time, and all I do is keep knocking it out of the park for them, and sooner or later they're going to catch on. And I'm not trying to back in anybody in the corner. This isn't vitriol. I'm not screaming. I'm just giving you the facts of the situation. There are guys that they look at and go, yeah, let's make sure we never lose that. And then there's guys like, ah, yeah, Stansberry, that would suck if he was across the street. But yeah, we'll worry about it when we get there. It always seems like the guys who are the, the guys who are on the uh, on, on, on the uh, on the ladder list there is is that we're all wearing 20 year old T-shirts. So maybe if we started wearing collars around here, none of them say Rock 1069 <laughs> on them though. Maybe if we started wearing collars, they would respect. All right, us so more. there it is. I, I I never met two guys who could have like the one thing they need to go well in their life go well, and then they come in and bitch about. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I mean, right? Right? We got everything we want, and it's like, this isn't good. This isn't good. So, honestly, guys, thank you so thank much you. for listening thank through you, some uh, some of the bad shows. We uh, we know they're not all winners. <laughs> we uh, Obviously, as the host of it, we know. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to reward you guys a little bit today. And I always tell Twitter and Facebook not to reach out and like like tag the radio station. In do this. not do that. And But what I have done is I've gone through the music log of the day. 
and I've swapped. I've kept the same bands, but I'm swapping titles out. Oh, what a rebel. Oh, my God. He's going crazy. He's going to lock the studio door. Nobody's getting in there. Now, here's the thing. Most people that listen to rock stations, you won't even notice. (laughs) You won't notice. You'll be like, oh, yeah, dude, rock stations play that song. Of course you do. But if you listen to the show every day, you're going to be like, oh, my God, it's like Christmas. I haven't heard that in forever. So you'll get one of those next on The Sansbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to The Sansbury Show and Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. Dude, listen to this. We're loaded down with stuff to give away today. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot. But 7.30 WWE tickets. Yeah. We'll give you those. That's on the 22nd. It's coming up, man. I'm pumped, dude. It's about 10 days, right? I'm pumped. I know I'm going to be sitting with all like the other people who have won tickets. You know, They're usually in kind of one general area right there. So WWE Universe, you better be ready to get wild. Uh... My tickets are in the same section, but I'm, oh. I'm going to be the the guy in the hat and the Groucho like glasses with the <laughs> nose. No, he's not here. I don't enjoy it. Stansberry, we're going to have to get you hype. We might need like a sign or something. You might have to practice the New Day rocks thing. I don't like. I don't get down with the New Day. Oh come on! Like I find that whole bootios and all that stuff to be wildly annoying. The uh, the longest run of a tag team championship ever, right there. The New Day. Dude, when the, oh, see, that's why that's why wrestling right there is ridiculous. That right there, when three idiots falling out of a out of a cereal box overtake the Road Warriors in anything, that's how I know that whole world is ridiculous. Blowing that trump or that trombone. I was gonna say, finish your sentence Frances- faster than that. Francesca 2.0. You two tickets up for grabs at 8:30. They're playing July 1st, First Energy Stadium. Kicking off uh, your 4th of July weekend a little early there. Did you hear about you too? Uh, th- there's something w- right with an album or something? Yeah, they're pushing their album back because they said they need a little bit of time to like s- give separation between Trump's inauguration and and, and U2's. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> I said. oh my God. Seriously with Bono with this? Got to build a buffer zone between Trump and Bono. <laughs> God, I want to build a buffer zone between Bono and a microphone. Why does it do? Why do people let him say? Dude, here's the thing: new rule, Bono. Yeah, dude, new rule. Okay, I'm gonna steal a little Bill Maher. New rule, dude, Bono. You don't get to say. You have to sing everything. So, like, no matter what your bitch or what your plight is, you sing it, and it's always got to be over Sunday Bloody Sunday. So you got to figure out how to make it work with that rhythm there. Oh, how annoying is that? Yeah, it's pretty annoying, dude. I need separation. Oh, my God. I need 45 more days to cry, and then I'll record the (laughs) album, and I'll put it out. Joshua Tree 14. Oh, my God. What a douche. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, You know what? So there you go. Win tickets to you, too. (laughs) 8.30. (laughs) 8.30. I'll go with you. How about that? All right, here's the thing. I, I, I am qualified to tell you about this, and okay. that's if uh, if you're shopping around banking institutions, CSE Federal Credit Union is the best one you're going to find. Completely local. I absolutely love that. Uh, they've got some new features via uh, my uh, debit MasterCard. Now, I lose things. So I have an app on my phone now through CSE where if I think I lost my debit card, I just shut my debit card off. I don't have to call anybody. I don't have to cancel it. And if I find it, turn it right back on. I'm in control of my debit card. And uh, if you're looking for a loan via you know, home or auto, uh, we're probably going to start looking for uh, car loans, Fantone and I, and I'm obviously going to get financed through CSE. They're offering you really, really competitive rates on loans right now. Hit them up at csefcu.com. Yeah, getting treated like a, uh, like a number by your bank probably sucks. sucks. Go to CSE. Yeah. csefcu.com. All right. Um, 
So apparently, oh, I, I, I do want to do this. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. there. We are. I was still laughing at my Bono jokes. <laughs> Sorry, those were pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, those were pretty good. So I, I want to thank everybody uh, who reached out yesterday. I, I said, I was like, hey, I'm going to spend some time in New Philly this afternoon. And when I go to places that I'm not at a lot, I want to eat something that's like there and not like, oh, here's another Burger King. And so I, I got a lot of recommendations, but people kept telling me, Gavin's on the square, Gavin's on the square. So I went. I okay. saw it. It was pretty close to where I was. Okay. And uh, that was legit. It was delicious. You and I have been in there. And I remember you took me in there when we first got here. We did like a bar tour with Bud yeah. Light. And that was one of the stops because I was like in there and I was like, well, I'm sober this time, but I do remember. Weren't we, uh, weren't we hanging out with dudes from the party? Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't yeah, that, that's their that, town. That, that was that night? Yeah. New okay. Philly's like their town. That kid like runs that town. Okay. He doesn't well. at all, but I wanted them to feel cool. <laughs> I wanted them to, I wanted them to be like, yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, the party's a great band. Uh, you went down to New Filthy for what? All right. So here's the thing. I, um, <clears throat> They were the only Dick Sporting Goods in, in, in New Filthy, as Fantone calls it. <laughs> we got to make those shirts. Uh, was the only Dick Sporting Goods in the area that had the golf GPS yardage watch that I wanted in stock. I could have ordered it, could have been sent to the house. But I decided, I was like, we got really good news yesterday yeah. in the book. We came back, we were number one. And I was like, you know what? You kind of need to be like poked and prodded to do like stuff like this yeah. for yourself. So, you know what? Head down there and, and buy yourself this thing. And so I, I went down there and uh, I got my golf yardage watch. My right. girlfriend asked me, she's like, what was Dan doing in, in New Philly today? And I was like, oh, well, there was something at Dick's and he had to go down there. And she's like, number one, I can't believe that, that, that Dick's in New Philly has something that Dick's in Belton Village doesn't. And well, I'm more like, people go to Belton Village. Yeah, and I was going to so say. you're going to run out of things, I, 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 was I gonna, guess. I was going to say, and it's not like, uh, it's not like New Philly is exact, you know, it's, 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 it's not a, a, a one horse town. Like they have a Dick's and they have like, you know, trucks that go down there, babe. No, like, here's, not, yeah, here's the thing. I mean, that. It, there's a lot of uh, like little cool things down there, and like there's a lot of there's a lot more life down there than what gets made fun of normally. And, she's, and then she said, and she's like, and number two, she's like, I just can't believe that he would go that far out of his way to do something. Why not just order it? And I'm like, I don't know. He wanted to go. Wanted to it Philly. yesterday. Wanted to. Wanted now to here's the up. thing. I totally screwed up. I totally screwed up because on my way home, yeah. I was driving past. I think is it Wilkshire? Um, and there were guys out in the carts yesterday. I mean, they were letting carts out, oh. and I was like, oh, I screwed this up. I, I could have played instead of because now it's going to rain all day today and i could have just went in the rain and got the watch and i could have played yesterday so but you know whatever i i, I play enough golf it's, it's not you. like man i missed this my one opportunity what did you have at gavin's on the square what, what was like the thing oh i had the garlic burger okay and i asked the girl i looked, at the, I looked at the whole menu and i said I, you know I'm, I, I like rubens i said but i've never been here and i said I, I think i want the new york ruben or the garlic burger and she was like if you've never been here get the burger okay she's like because you know she's like you're right you can kind of get a ruben anywhere right. ours is great but you can get a ruben anywhere and that garlic burger was legit. Gavin's on the square. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So thanks for all those recommendations. Uh, there's something going on in the NFL, and I'm not wild about it. Uh, uh, that's when these teams start moving around a whole lot. And I think it's really weird that uh, the fan will take to Twitter and bitch at an athlete for going, you know what? There's better players over there. There's more money over there. I can win a ring over there. I'm out. I'm going over there. But yet these billionaire owners are like hold cities at like for ransom and then bail. The San Diego Chargers now are reportedly going to join the Rams in Los Angeles. And I don't get it. I totally understand why Roger Goodell and the NFL, I understand why they want the NFL in Los Angeles. It almost seems 
absurd that there wasn't a franchise in one of your biggest cities in the country. Of course. It's absurd, right? Now, they've had trouble throughout the years of getting the right fan base to go, and there's very there's a lot of competition for your dollar. Uh, it, it, I mean... LA, dude, LA has nice weather in the winter, and so it's like you're not like stuck on football. But let's remember, this was a different time. Uh, you know, when the NFL last tried to be in LA, football is completely different. Bigger now. game, you know what I mean? Like it's a, a completely different thing now. I would agree. I just think cramming two teams in this town after having none forever, I would have let one. I would have left one in the pot and let it simmer, and let this figure it out on its own. I uh, I think more than than whether I disagree or agree with uh, the Chargers going to Los Angeles, I just once again feel bad for the for the like fans to get hosed, the San Diego fans to get hosed, the SuperSonics fans to get hosed, yeah. the Cleveland Browns fans that got hosed, and like I, I guess you're not entitled to have sports teams in your town, and especially being a Cleveland fan, like the fact that we have three sports teams, it's crazy. It is, it is. Considering the size of the town, considering you know all things there. It just, it just to me, it just feels like. Although Pittsburgh does too, they just don't have basketball. They swapped it off for hockey. hockey. It just, to me, it just feels like, damn, dude. If I'm a Chargers fan right now, if I'm a San Diego fan, there's no way I'm transferring my fandom over. No way, no way. F you. Uh, I is that? Could I make the argument that's one of those things that people are going to say today, but come kickoff next year, they're going to be right there. Uh, I mean, you probably I mean, can for some people. But. I mean, think about. I mean, dude, L.A. to San, San Diego to Los Angeles isn't the furthest. No, no. I but mean, three hours? St- yeah, still. I mean, that's... Two, it's far. Longer than you're going to want to make on a Sunday morning trip, and it's a different uh, probably, Yeah, I mean, I well, now all of a sudden it becomes like a really expensive thing to do, because you'd probably make it an overnight thing. You'd probably go up Saturday, get a room, enjoy the L.A. nightlife, and then go to the game on Sunday. And I mean, I don't want to say San Diego doesn't have anything else, oh, because San, San Diego's, Diego's pretty got, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, you got La Jolla, you got the beach, the gas, light, or the gas lamp district. I mean, San Diego's fantastic. But I think it's benefited, and I think it's better by having an NFL franchise there. And I don't like this. And I think you're right. This is going to be more and more of these leagues going... Why do we have these teams in these small towns? Why? 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 Because again, in California, San Diego is kind of like a small town. Now it's a huge city, but it's not Los Angeles. It's not San Francisco, and so I think you're going to see more and more of this. You know, actually, Colin Coward was talking about this with the NBA not that long ago. He goes, "You know, why Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City because it was Oklahoma City." He's like, "That guy got drafted, and you, you go to Seattle, and it's you know." A metropolitan city, and there's restaurants, there's things to do. He's like, dude, there's two things to do in Oklahoma City, and one of them's go to the Thunder game. Like, of course that guy wanted to get out of Oklahoma City. What is their basketball franchise in Oklahoma City for? And it was kind of like, you know what? He's kind of right about that. I think two NFL teams in the same market this fast. I mean, you can't... I mean, both of the coaches are up in the air. Like, uh, right, you know, issues with both those franchises, too. It's not like you're putting a powerhouse, you know. The Rams are talking about hiring this, and they may have done it overnight. They were talking about hiring this 30-year-old guy. I, I, forget, I mean, His name's escaping me, but he's the offensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins. And people are on Twitter going, well, he made Kirk Cousins play great. Well, let's give him a head coaching job. And that's why I do. When people want to talk about firing Hugh Jackson, dude, Vance Joseph got a job yesterday, and you just went, who? Right. Ran the Dolphins defense and they were terrible this year. He just got the Denver job. Denver, that's a good gig. I kept saying this for weeks. There are no coaches. That's why you don't fire Hugh Jackson. 
There are no new there nobody to take these jobs. I don't like I, I don't like the two teams in LA right off the bat. I like LA having a franchise. I get it. And I think, yeah, you yank it out of St. Louis. That's a that's a baseball town and everybody knows it. You yank it out of St. Louis, but you leave San Diego alone. That's a great city. A lot of history. Junior Seau, that whole thing. Like, ah, I, I would have left it there. I don't like it. Sooner or later, they're going to come for our stuff, and I don't want that to happen. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with WWE tickets. 8.30, we'll get you hooked up with U2 tickets. And then 9 o'clock, we'll send you to Los Angeles, of all places, for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. We'll be right back with more Sands Ray Show. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at uh, 8.30, U2 tickets up for grabs. Phantom was uh, letting me know this earlier. Apparently, and dude, Trump's going to be a big part of the program today. I apologize, but the guy just said a million things yesterday. There's a whole huge press conference. There's the whole urination thing. We're going to get into him more than a few times. But apparently, uh, U2 had said uh, we, we need we need time between his... Un- Inauguration and when the record comes out? Yeah, a little, a little safe space, some people might call it there. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what I'm going to call it. That, I don't, dude, that, jeez. He's pretentious, that guy. Well, dude, I mean, not to say that obviously the American president doesn't have anything to do with like world politics or, or, or anything like that. But, like Bono. Worry about Ireland, bro, right? Like, dude, take care of your own. We're talking about getting getting those immigrants out of here. No. Bono, what the hell are you doing over here? I would imagine he probably does some things for Ireland. Yeah. Okay, but but I wonder, there are other celebrities, I think, who don't, who, like, leave their homeland, come here, make all their money here, and then do all these great things, and I wonder if their home country isn't like, uh, bro, you're from here. Um, yeah. I'm sure there are people who do that. I'm, I'm sure there's people, you know, and, and, and people who would think that way, but at the same time, you do adopt new homes throughout your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I'm not from Canton. I've adopted a new home in Canton, and I'm sure... You know, my efforts would be appreciated elsewhere. Is that the same thing? Comparable, right? Yeah, I guess I want to judge it differently because the because of the difference of the influence that could be right. made. But I guess it's yeah, it's comparable. I don't know if you heard about this, but an elderly man uh, sadly lost his life after uh, a home explosion in Maslin. Uh, apparently, a massive amount of flames erupted minutes after the home on Standish Street, Northwest. Maslin exploded just before 11 a.m. yesterday morning. Uh, we have a uh, apparently a spectator was saying, I was resting in the back room watching TV, and all of a sudden I heard a loud boom. Scared me. Uh, but I thought a branch had fallen on the roof because we had some high winds, and that was happening the other night. Right. And uh, that was Brianna McKnight, the neighbor. But then she looked out her front window. She saw the house across the street engulfed in flames. And she obviously knew the guy who lived there, elderly man, lived there alone, so she called 911. Uh, it had only been uh, one minute that I heard the boom to seeing flames, and I panicked, and I thought there's nothing I could do. I really felt helpless, she said. So, uh, sadly, a guy in Maslin uh, has lost his life due to a home explosion. Yeah, obviously, you know, terrible that, uh, you know, the guy wasn't able to get out and, 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 and the loss of, of his home and the loss of his life awful. I feel terrible for that woman. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. you you yeah. see something like that and there is nothing you can do. She's helpless in that moment. And the best you can do, call 911 and, and hope that things turn out well. But obviously they didn't. And I feel awful for that woman. Have you ever seen that? Like, have you ever lived down a street and, like, had to look, like, look down the street and watch somebody's, like, house? 
house like burning to the ground? Um, I've never seen like a neighbors like anybody living in there. But the last place I lived at, the last apartment I was at, like a vacant building across from us, dude, oh, went yeah. up, dude, went up. And I mean, it, it, it's almost and not even almost. I mean, it's a scary moment of like, dude, well, is, sure. that, is that next house going to catch on fire? What's going to happen here? How long is it going to spread? The, right. How long is it going to take the fire department to get here? What's about to happen? So I, I can only imagine the panic when she saw, you know, essentially her neighbor being in there. You know, I was looking at CantonRep.com this morning because I was expecting to read big news. And that's because I live downtown and I'm not far from the police station. And they, those guys, the cops yesterday were active. Like the sirens were, I mean, I'm down there every day, obviously. And there are days where you don't hear it at all. And then there are days where it's like, okay, yeah, that's typical city. You're going to have some things. Yesterday seemed like they're on it. Like, something's going on. It seems so. Like, I went to the rep. Like I said, I went to cantrep.com as soon as I woke up this morning. I haven't read anything as of yet, but I'm very interested to find out if there was like an above average amount of crime or something yesterday because, dude, it's all I heard yesterday. I'm sure that's the uh, that's the daily grind for the Canton PD. Ugh. You know what I mean? That's what they wake up and face every day. Um, great time right now to, uh, to, to throw some, I guess, you know, shout out or whatever to first responders. After yesterday and the, the, the little girl that died, I saw a Jackson police officer at at uh, Five Guys Burgers and you know nothing more than just going up and say hey man thanks I appreciate what you do for the city you know but it, you can only that imagine thing. you can only imagine what that guy went through yesterday uh, you know what I mean and what, the, what 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 those people have gone through so yeah like my job comes with a lot of bad things but that's never going to be part of it yeah shout out to local first responders yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh yeah thank god thank god for the for, for people that can man up and I don't mean to say that women can't do it right it's just a term everybody you know relax as Aaron Rodgers likes to say. Uh, we do have some Trump audio. It's uh, it's some pretty funny Trump audio, as most of it tends to be. And we're going to let you take a listen next on The Sansbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to The Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for WRQK.com. Uh, Fantone actually found a great post of all like the hot chick selfies of the week. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. yeah that's good stuff there. Instagram. Just take your clothes off. Take a picture. Everyone will love it. It'll be great. That app should just be called I'm a model. Yeah. Like, they really wasted the name on that one. Yeah. 730, we'll get you hooked up with those WWE tickets. Fantone's all excited. Uh, of course I am. You reached out to the WWE themselves, yeah. and uh, we are in the works for some uh, interviews with the, they're not wrestlers. Mm-mm. They're WWE superstars. I've, pay, I've paid the WWE price before for that. Um but has anybody got back to you yet? Do we know the superstar? No. I mean, I've got my fingers crossed for a couple different dudes. Uh, Kevin Owens in particular. I feel like he'd probably be the best interview we could get. But it's one of those things. Whoever's... Would he be a better interview than Roman Reigns? I think so. I think so. Because of the personality or because he's the bigger get? Um, he... I, I'm, I'm asking questions because I don't know. Equal gets, better personality. Oh, more, Mike, more Mike skills, funnier dude. Well, then, yeah, we want Kevin Owens if we can get him. We'll see what we can do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to see what else. Do my best. Fandel's got big gold with him. Yeah, yeah, brought the belt today, baby. He's got big gold with him. Brought the belt, wearing the Cavs championship shirt today. Oh, all things championship. All things championship. You know what? Do it. I mean, dude, be, be, do it. Be, being number one in Canton, Ohio is the equivalent of winning the championship in the NBA. I don't know if you know that, but they're on par. Pretty damn close. Like the Pepsi commercials, I bet LeBron right now is like rubbing his championship ring going, I bet this is what Stansbury feels like. (laughs) (laughs) Now, right now, LeBron's like, it's Sprite, you dick. Have you seen his new commercial, by the way? I won't tell you to drink that Sprite. Even if you're, that's a great commercial. 
LeBron's, man, he's just good. He is good. There's no denying that. Slick. Stylish. Sucks the Cavs are on a bit of a, uh, bit of a, I don't want to say a losing streak, but in a bit of a funk right now. They lost out in Portland last night. Thing I'm going to say about that is at least if somebody's going to beat us, it was Canzone, CJ McCollum going off last night. $100 million man last night. Yeah, the uh, the Trailblazers are my West Coast team, yeah. you know, having lived in Oregon. So I, I love the Blazers. Charge la- lost last night, too, Jeez. to the Golden State Warriors D-League team. So, <sighs> Pause, yeah. Posse, you're not, dude, that can't happen. Yeah. Does he travel with the team, by the way? No. No, no Posse no, on the road? They don't, they don't have a travel budget like that. I, uh, yeah, we can't do that. We no. can't have that happen. No. So kind of a sucky night for basketball, but nobody's raining on my parade, baby. Number one morning show, Canton, Ohio. All right, we got to... Uh, we got to move into uh, actually a guy who does do nothing but win. Okay. And that's Donald Trump. All he does is win. And we were talking about him yesterday. We're going to talk about him more than a few times today because uh, he made news all day yesterday. We were talking about this story where I guess he was in Russia back in the day and he was in a hotel and he hired a couple of prostitutes and they came in and there were golden shower games being played and we don't really know. They were urinating on one another or him or whatever, but there were there, there were girls being paid for bodily fluid. That are the, That's the allegations. That's, right. That, that's, right. That's we don't know for so. fact, but that's what people have said. We both kind of said yesterday, I could kind of see it. Um, you get those boardroom types, and those dudes love making people do whatever they want. There's something you get off on watching human beings, like is your own personal chessboard. Oh yeah, and when you, you get have, off on that, when you have the money, the resources like that, and you've been a person with that, dude. Pers- if I had Trump's money, Shorb Avenue would be lit. I'm telling you, those hookers would be doing all kind of crazy stuff for such a long time too. I mean, the guys had money forever. You, you, you. As long as I've been alive, he's been a celebrity millionaire. Um, you keep pushing things. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Next uh, wrong. Right, right. Yeah. Eventually, oral sex is enough, so you start doing something else, and then that's not enough, so you move up that ladder. And Ladies, by the end of the day, it's totally enough. By the end of the day, there's Russian. Peeing on each other, and I'm number one. <laughs> so, like, let's let's get let's let's get that let's get that kicked in the high gear. These are all allegations. These were in uh, essentially what happened Dude, here. This was major news carriers were handling the stuff yesterday. It wasn't like gossip blogs. This was well, like no. news. But but what happened here is the the British intelligence agency that put that report together, saying that Russia had compromising information on Trump. Yes, uh, that report has been out for quite a while. Right. The fact that got it into the news is that it made the briefing of President Trump and the Russian hacking allegations. So when, once they put it into that file of like, hey, this is what we're going to tell the president. This ah. is what we're going to tell the president-elect. A summary of those of those allegations made it. Gets and that's, out, and that's why everybody found out about it yesterday. Even though this this these allegations have existed for three months plus at this point. Interesting. So he's had time to put together defense, and it's that's important to point out because we have his defense here. We we have the response from the man himself, Donald Trump. Let's take a listen. And I always tell them. Anywhere, but I always tell them if I'm leaving this country, be very careful because in your hotel rooms, and no matter where you go, you're going to probably have cameras. I'm not referring just to Russia, but I would certainly put them in that category. And number one, I hope you're going to be good anyway. But in those rooms, you have cameras in the strangest places, cameras that are so small with modern technology, you can't see them and you won't know. You better be careful, or you'll be watching yourself on nightly television. I tell this to people all the time. I was in Russia 
years ago with the Miss Universe contest, which did very well. Moscow. Oh, my God. I love it. He's always got to remind you, right? Oh, here's the thing I was doing. By the way, it was the best one you've ever seen. It was the best one ever. I love that about him. Did very, very well. And I told many people, be careful. Because you don't want to see yourself on television. Cameras all over the place. And again, not just Russia, all over. Does anyone really believe that story? I'm also very much of a germaphobe, by the way. <laughs> believe me. Okay, so there's his response. Now, I, I, we'll get to the germaphobe thing here in a minute, okay? Because I, I have an answer on why that's not a good enough response. Okay. But... Is anybody else now effing terrified that a hotel chain owner just told you that in your hotel rooms, yeah, bro, we got cameras and you're on film. Now, I know he said when you're traveling out of this country, but you're mean, you mean to tell me that guy, that guy, the, the grab him by the P guy, right? The I'm a star, I can just sexually assault you at will guy hasn't been using his own hotel rooms that famous women stay in. He hasn't used opportunities like that to film famous women. When are those tapes going to come out? Screw the, I, now, not that it's not terrible, I called a minority this word thing. Wait till that comes out. I, I thought as, as soon as he said it, I was like, wait a minute, dude, you own like the, some of the most powerful hotel chains in the world. So if you know that people can do this, you're doing this. Well, and I mean, we're certainly not breaking news here that uh, there's cameras that are capable of right. being in your hotel room. And I mean, obviously, there's been, you know, remember Aaron Andrews got, uh, you know, there through was the people. Right? And, uh, so obviously, this is a, a thing that happens. Um, and Obviously, anybody like Donald Trump or anybody in a position of power, even before he was president-elect, just being rich and famous really is enough to give you pause of, like, if you're staying in any public place, any hotel, anything like that. You got that kind of celebrity on you. Somebody wants dirt. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, like, hotel rooms are usually kind of like, all right, dude, if I'm going to go do something filthy, if I'm going to go cheat on my wife with, like, you know, two Vietnamese hookers, ladyboy hookers, then I'm doing it to, taking it to a hotel room, Right. I'm taking it to a hotel room. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it in my bed. Yeah, I just don't want two ladyboy hookers. <laughs> I, two's too many. Just, 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 just give me the one. Just there. the one. Just the one. Okay. So yeah, and uh, honestly, anybody in that position needs to be very concerned. Listening about that. to this, I worry that he has abused his power this way because it's who he is. He doesn't view, right. He's shown us he doesn't view that kind of stuff as wrong. Now the germaphobe thing. That's a seventh grade kid's answer, and, and, and it's deflection. What do I always say? It's sleight of hand. It's look over there, right? He's now dis- it's charm and disarm, and that's exactly what he did, and he's good at it. But here's why a germaphobe would absolutely want to watch hookers urinate on themselves. That's another part you're going to get off on. Right. Is the, oh my God, I'm so, like, I don't like, and you'd sit right, across the right. room and it would be like, it would be part of the thing that got you off and you'd be sitting there with, I would assume, lotion and your, you know, Cheeto penis and you'd just be, you know, you'd be cranking on it. Trump might be a dry guy. He might be. I don't know. Might not be lotion in it. Eh, sometimes you need the grip. Eh. Um, yes, of course, you know, you're right in the sense of the taboo turns you on. Especially, Turn, it becomes the thing you want. Especially as you go higher and higher up the sexual weirdo ladder. Yes. It's just That's the truth of it. Um, so, yes, I didn't even think of that. That you know, But, I mean, and they're urinating on each other. They're not urinating on you. So the fact that you're a germaphobe. And, I mean, what? you? And I don't know if you guys have ever hired golden shower prostitutes, but they bring their own drop mat. 
Like, like, the, the, like the big, bald, black dude who stands by the door of your uh, hotel room? He's got a briefcase. What do you think's in there? You do gold have, bars? No, it's tarps for the pee. You do have to let them use the shower afterwards, though. Just be a good person when you hire Russian urinating hookers. Just pay. She's going to take the bathrobe, and you're going to pay the 50 bucks. That's the way it works. I'm glad you brought up the uh, the concept of the deflection and of, like, slight hand. Slight hand. Does, yeah. And really what we're going to see happen here is... Whether this is or is not true, this is never going to be like provable unless this video. Comes I was out. gonna say I, I can't say never on something like this. Fingers crossed, bro. Fingers crossed that video comes out. Not even like, oh, dude, I want to see Trump. But I mean, it's gonna be entertainment for for. No, it's a president's sex tape. We, yeah, yeah, we work we work in the right? rock radio business. I want like that to sooner come out. or later the president's sex tape is gonna be a thing. But what happens here? Is that everything else associated with this report? And 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 it was a 35-page report that got condensed down and kind of given over in this overall file. He wants file. this about the prostitutes. Well, so 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 the overall file looks like it's corrupt now. Oh, everything is in it's false because it has that part in right. it, and not necessarily fact there. But that's going to be very easy, a very easy uh, dialogue to latch onto. Is that nope, it's all false. I never peed on Russian hookers. Never happened. And what sad. Do, and what do I always say? He's very good at that. He's very, very good at it. But Donald. Oh, dude, this next four years or eight, depending on who you ask, it's going to be good for us. President the Donald. I can't wait to see the, oh, yeah, and I filmed the Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt having sex in my hotel in Vegas or, you know, wherever. I can't wait. I know that guy's used that. I know he's used that power. There's no way he hasn't. All right, we have WWE tickets. Let's pass those out next on Rock 106.9. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Mere minutes away now from WWE tickets. And then again at 8.30, we'll pass out some U2 uh, tickets for you. That's July 1st, that show. Wear your safety pin. Yeah, you're going to need it. Apparently, Bono, the hold on. I, I have it here. I actually have the the direct quote. U2 says that uh, they were going to put an album out, but they need, it was, it was like safe breathing spaces they wanted. They needed, they needed breathing space before uh, uh, like putting out their next record in between like the Trump inauguration and, and that record. Good God. Uh, so you can go up to First Energy Stadium on July 1st and check out that pretentious mess <laughs> via YouTube. And I want to go. I like the band. It just well. Uh, sometimes I'm just like, dude, these guys just need to shut up and, and sing music. If they, if, dude, they're playing the entire Joshua Tree, so right. it's like if you guys just go up there and play it, and you don't say anything, it'll be a great show. Everyone's gonna have a really Best good show time. Ever. It's gonna yeah. be a good time. Yeah. Be really good. I don't know if that's gonna be the case. And then nine o'clock, we'll send you to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. We'll do that at nine. Nice. So I was reading this article during this break about like 11 things you can stop uh, like spending, like wasting money on. Like, you know, it's the you know first part of this new year and everybody like, you know, New Year's resolutions are part of it. And a lot of people like financial stability and getting better with finances always seems to be one of these things people wanted to work on in the next year. And it is something you do have to work on. I don't think most people. Oh, it's effort. I don't think most people are just, you know, naturally smart with money. It, it, it's, it's often counterproductive to things you should do versus what you feel like you should do. Um, so, yeah. It is something you have to put effort into, and it's something that you should try to get better at. I, uh, I've talked about this a handful of times, and if you're struggling with getting a budget and you're struggling with saving some money, I urge you to read this book. You can get it at the library. You don't have to pay for it. But it's called Total, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, and it did. It changed my life. 
and it changed my financial life. And because there were little things in there that I just would have never thought about on my own. Like I always quote this, having a budget is telling your money where to go instead of at the end of the month wondering where it went. When, when I read that, I was like, oh, Daniel, you're an idiot. Like, that's the way you should have been living forever. That is so basic. It's like Jerry Seinfeld. It's like so basic. How did I not think of it? It's like that kind of stuff, right? So I was like reading this article about things that we can, that we're wasting money on that we shouldn't. There's like 11 of them. And then I, it reminded me of a text message I got yesterday. Put a pin in that. We'll get right to it. Uh, ATM fees is one of these things that they say you should stop wasting your money on. And again, I bank with CSE and I'm now have access to like 35,000 ATM, like fee free, like machines. I, you know what I mean? I I don't pay ATM fees anymore. Love it. Okay. But that's one of those things that people, and uh, we'll talk about late fees too. Like, so if you pay your bill late, it's now you now owe what the bill was. And then the late fee and a lot of people, and I've been guilty that don't have money. This is one of the reasons why. Because if you continuously do that every month or even maybe six months out of the year, you're paying way more money. And sometimes I know there's people right now who are like, yeah, well, if I could pay it, then I wouldn't have paid it late. And it's like it is. It's a vicious cycle to get out of once you get into this. Hey, you start owing late fees and you start owing interest on things and you have to pay on that. It just sucks because it's like, well, if I could do that, I would do that. Right. You know what I mean? If I exactly. could pay it on time, I would pay it on time. And it's like one of those things. It's it's almost like uh, poor jail is, is what late oh, fees yeah. are. It's what mean, it is. It's, the concept of being broke, it's, it's a self-feeding cycle there. Another one of these things where people are just wasting money is underused subscriptions. This is the free for 30 days, and then after that it becomes $7 a month. Right. And then you forget what the username and password you, you built for it were, or you don't log back into it, or you don't use it. Like I was like this with Hulu forever. I paid for Hulu for a year and a half, never opened it. Anything that I'm paying on a monthly basis, I'm using on a regular basis. See, you're good about that. Remember, I do, yeah. Like, I got the WWE Network for, like, the, the uh, whatever it was, SummerSlam or whatever. WrestleMania. WrestleMania, whatever the hell it was. I, I was like, well, it's the Super Bowl of it, so let me watch it. Right. And then, like, I paid for the, you know, the WWE Network without ever opening it ever again for, like, seven months. That dude got me for, like, almost 100 bucks. It's McMahon and doing so, his like, job. And so, we're constantly doing this. And they're saying, like, you got to stop doing it. Stay on top of this and you'll save yourself. Think about it. I mean, if you signed up for four things that are $10 a month, that's $40 a month. Uh, throw in a gym membership or something like that. Throw in. My you, gym membership's $40 a month. You've seen people who um, do those, like, what are they called? Like a, like a box, like where they'll send you, like, hey, it's a new uh, products of makeup or new products of shoes or new whatever uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 My yeah. girlfriend was uh, in one uh, of those for a while. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're just throwing money away. On, on this is fruit of the month club right, stuff, babe. Exactly. This is fruit of the month club stuff. Uh, they say buying your lunch every day is something that adds up, and it also packs onto your waistline. And so it's two birds, one stone here. And I think packing your lunch, if you go, everybody knows, you go grocery shopping, you don't eat at restaurants every single day, you're going to waste money. Or you're, you know, you're going to save money not going to a restaurant every day. The convenience of restaurants is, it's a it's a tough song to ignore. You know what I mean? When they're singing that to you, when they're trying to That's like, why I'm fat. Is, is honestly, it's don't get me wrong. The food tastes delicious too. Delicious. But I get to the point where it's like I know how to make like eleven, like seven hundred five 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 hundred to seven hundred calorie meals. I know how to make like eleven of them, and then once I get once I'm sick of them, then I can't eat them anymore. And now I need restaurants, and that's and that's the cycle. It's like I start, I do really well, I eat the stuff I know how to make, and then bam, it all goes to hell because KFC's super easy, right?
It's not necessarily that. It's, it's like it's just it's easy. So they say here, stop buying lunch every day and packing your lunch. You will. You'll save a little money. I, I don't think that's news to anybody. Now, here's another one that I don't think people think of. But this will nickel and dime you to death. Of course it will. Bottled water. And that bottled water is what? I, I don't think you can get a bottle of water for anything less than a buck. Most of them now are like $2. Uh, and then if you're like me and like super pretentious and you want, I want Fiji water or I want Voss water. Now it's like you're spending like a ton of money for water. Oh, yeah. And so I mean, it, what I've done, sorry, but what I have done at home is I have gone to the Brita pitcher. And I use that, and then I have like a to-go, like Nalgene water bottle that I'll fill up and bring to the office and stuff like that, well, and or the it, golf course. That's where I really thing, take. It. It's one thing if you're like, oh, hey, I'm somewhere and I need a bottle of water, but if you're constantly like every morning grabbing a bottle of water, it's yeah, crazy. You're spending a ton of money. Cable is obviously one of these. The cut, the you know, the the cut the quarters, cable box, and the modems and this kind of stuff. I can't. I can't. I've been trying to. I've been like bargaining with myself. I like, can't do it. Here's how you do it, dude. You listen, you'll be able to watch Cavs games, and this is this but many. You'll be, but I can't. I can't. I can't watch. I can't watch sports, and I can't watch like the news that I want to. I have Netflix. Okay, so all I would need is the internet for that. I have an Xbox One where I can stream most services through that, and I also have a jailbroken Fire Stick, and I pay my cable bill every month because of the convenience factor of it, and it's easy, and it's right there, and it's not streamed, and it is perfect quality, and it's there's something about it. I can't let it go yet. There's also some, I just can't. There's also something about and radio benefits from this, just like TV does, where something's pre-programmed, and I can go on to Netflix and watch any episode of Friends that I want to. But now I'm picking. But when it's just on TBS. I don't know why it's different, but there's a difference there. I, I don't know what it is, but there's something there that just makes it like different to me. That is true. I would agree with that. There, there, there is something about that. They say here the extra smartphone data is something you're wasting money on. Now, here's why I wanted to put a pin in this, because I got the text message from my cell phone company yesterday that my cell phone bill is due, and it's $245 goddamn dollars. Jeez. Now, somebody needs to explain Jeez. to me. This is what I need explained to me. Why is my cell phone bill never, never, even remotely close to the, here's a flat rate you're going to pay every month and everything's included? Because that's what I did when I re-upped with my phone. I got the iPhone 6, this was a couple of years ago, and I said, well, I'm going to need a little bit more data than that, and I think I moved myself Phantone into like an $89 or $99 a month plan. 245 goddamn dollars. Why? And dude, this, dude, these companies get away with this and they just get away with it because we're fat, we're dumb, we're lazy, and we don't want to go through the motion of going into the store or calling somebody on the phone and saying, no, I'm not doing this until I find out exactly. Because here's what I don't, uh, don't get. Somebody's right now is tweeting me and saying data. That's what you're going to say. Okay. Well, here are the facts. My home has Wi-Fi. My office has Wi-Fi. The girl I spend most of my time with, her place has Wi-Fi. My other job has Wi-Fi. So essentially, I don't go anywhere where I'm not connected to a Wi-Fi signal. So this isn't data. So why is my cell phone bill? It's always more. It's never, it's never one time ever been the flat, this is what you're supposed to pay. 
ever. And these companies get away with it, and I'm over it. And I'll tell you what, cell phone companies, you better be careful. Because even though Fantone and I aren't doing it, other people are cutting the cord on cable. They've figured this out. And the next technology that somebody's going to want to get over on the company, like they felt like they wanted to get over on the cable company because they've been being screwed over for the last 50 years, is going to be the cell phone companies. You're going to be the next cut the cord. The next millennial is going to come after you, Verizon, after you, AT&T, after you, whoever the hell else is out there. Well, I mean, and that's what you are seeing right now. The commercials are on TV all the time. I think it's Sprint that has the Verizon dude, and he's like, hey, all the networks are great now. Come over to Sprint and pay half the, half the amount of money you Here, do on Verizon. Here's the thing. I used to be with Metro PCS for a little right. while. And their service was fine. It was great. The phone wasn't great, but the service itself was awesome. Like right now, you can go to that Walmart brand, Straight Talk Wireless, and I think it's on the Verizon network. I could be wrong about that, but it's Straight Talk Wireless, 55 bucks a month. You can bring your phone with you. Now, what happens there, though, is you're going to get hosed on the price of the phone, inevitably. When you want to buy a new phone, you're going to spend retail on phone. Right. And you know what I mean? So and like, I can't take my iPhone in there and, and go to them, Straight right? Talk Wireless. Yeah, you can. You can take oh, any I phone. Could? You can take any phone. Oh, with I'm them. over it then. Go I'm to, doing it. Go to Walmart. Today you can take your number and your phone. I'm doing it. And all new. And there you go. I, dude, my cell phone bill is two hundred forty-five dollars. Like I said, I signed up for a ninety-nine dollar everything included plan, and it's never been anywhere. Cl- it's normally my cell phone bill is normally one eighty. Did you forget to pay it last month or something? No, okay. that's just it. Like <laughs> I right. paid a month in it, and like right. I, I did. I thought about that. And so here's the other thing. Like I can't. I got to figure out what my. All right, I'll just tell you. I got to figure out what my Verizon username and password is because uh. I got to figure out when I'm uh, when I'm eligible for an upgrade for a phone. Because you ever noticed that too? Have you ever known anybody that's been able to walk into a cell phone store and who was eligible for their upgrade and swap out their phone and walk right back out? I know 700 people. I don't know anybody that has that story. Nobody. These companies. I'm t- and I'm doing a dangerous thing here because they all advertise <laughs> with the radio station. They all do, right? They all advertise on radio, and they should. But it's like, this is the same thing that restaurants did. When the restaurants started doing the whole, hey, come here for two for 25, I was the one guy in the country raising my hand going, wait a minute, you've been able to sell us this food at this price for the last 30 years, you just didn't because you wanted to to rip us off? And now we're supposed to come into your establishment and fall all over you because I'm getting two meals for 25 when I could have been doing it for the last 40 years, but only because we posted up and said, no more, we're not coming in here, can you do it? I would learn from that cell phone company. I would. Stan- I would. Stansbury calls it the one for 25. I'll take both those meals. Thank you, Applebee's. Curbside to go, bitch. <laughs> All right. That's, you know, maybe I just pay the cell phone bill, I guess, is the <laughs> summation. You know? It's just I don't understand how, how my cell phone bill got to be this high. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going into Verizon when we get off the air today, and I'm raising hell. I'm raising hell because I'm, I'm over this. Because I know I've been one of these people that just pays late fees and just pays, and the bill comes, and I don't even look at it. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's what I owe. Here's your money. And you waste money. like I know I've been taken to the cleaners like that by companies, and I'm over it. It's not happening anymore. Yeah, new sheriff in town. <laughs> yeah, Spurs and all. All right, WWE rolling back into town on the 22nd at the Civic Center. Let's get you hooked up right now. Call her 21-800-243-7625. We'll send you the WWE, and you'll get more Stansberry Show next. Hang on. 6 9 Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 8.30, we're going to get you up with these YouTube It's uh, They're playing July 1st, First Energy Stadium. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you what I'm laughing at, but I can't. Stansberry's got jokes over yeah, there. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's pretty funny stuff. Private moment there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a, a, little bit of a inside the room thing there. I apologize. That's really not all that polite. Uh, speaking of things that aren't all that polite, Fantone, if I said to you, hey, buddy, uh, after the show, uh, I, I need to borrow you for one more hour. 
Okay. And uh, you and I, we're going to head over to the Sausage Castle. Okay. <laughs> you, Phantom, Phantom, and I, Phantom, riding shotgun on the way to the Sausage Castle. Now, if I told you I was going to take you to the Sausage Castle, <laughs> what is it? What is it that you would think that I was taking you to? Some sort of like new German restaurant where they had like, you know, like, like all sorts of, yeah, all sorts of krauts and, 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 and kielbasas and stuff like that, I hope is where you're taking me when we go to the Sausage Castle. Well, I should have told you this piece of information first. Okay. The Sausage Castle is located in St. Cloud, Florida. Oof, the Sausage <laughs> Castle of Florida? <laughs> so, so does that. Oof. Does that change the answer at all? Uh, yeah, I guess it has to, and I, I just want to make it clear. I'm not gay no more. And the Sausage Castle probably isn't going to bring it out of me either, so... <laughs> what's, what the hell is the Sausage What are we talking about right now? Okay. I don't want to go to Sausage Castle with you. Apparently, in St. Cloud, Florida... Okay. There is a, like, sex club, sex party house is what they're dubbing it, called the Sausage Castle, which I don't understand because you ask any guy ever, he's heard the term, he's had a buddy say to him on the phone, oh, don't bother coming here, it's a total sausage fest. Right, right. So why are you going to make a sex club, like, named after that? Although, I guess, I mean, well, I mean, I know women want to go. But uh, here, here's what we probably have going on here. Number one, is it a gay establishment? Because then it makes all the sense in the world to be the Sausage Castle. Does not say. Uh, number two, do you have to require a certain, or you know, do you f- fulfill a certain requirement of penis size to be a part of the Sausage Castle? Like, yeah, we're swingers, but only if you have a giant D. Oh my god, dude! Or number three, I never. I, I've sat on this story for two days. I never once came up with that. Or number three, is this a sex club that specializes in gangbangs? Could be any of those things. I don't know. Now, from what I understand from a good friend of mine who is a swinger with her husband, okay. Um, and actually, she's going to be starting her own like paid to view like website. Um, happy uh, people, by the way. Just quick, yes, no, happy. They say so. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I mean okay. but yeah, they seem on the surface they seem to be. They're both really nice and okay. but they both kind of like are free to do what they want. She always says she's like, "Hey, if you're interested." She's like, "I'm totally allowed." She's like, "Whenever you're ready." And so okay. whatever. So it's like one of those type things. Um which I'm not crazy about for my personal life or whatever, right. but I'm not going to judge. Right. Everyone's got a line. But she seems to say the reason why I'm bringing her up is she seems to say that uh, well, 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 that the gangbangs there are pretty popular in all of the sex clubs. That that's kind of part of it. Well, I mean, you think about it, and and at the end of the day, dudes are way more desperate to get laid than women, and way more desperate to do something a little bit taboo to get like an she orgasm. She said to me the other just the other day, I can't even remember all the dudes I slept with. And I was like, that's sort of hot. And then at the same time, it's like again, not totally my thing. I'm not gonna judge. Everybody's got oh, their yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, you know do what you mean? want. But it's uh, not uh, not totally for me. And my point is, who am I to judge on people's sexual degeneration? Right. Like, obviously, I you know have done things. I, I've had plenty of girls run across the street from my apartment yelling, "You're a pig!" So I, you know, what I mean, I can't judge anybody else. Okay, so it's back back to the sausage party. So here, yeah, the it's the it's the sausage not party castle. castle. Okay, sausage castle. You get it right. Okay, because <laughs> right. this is now an in memoriam segment as the sausage castle burned down to the ground. R.I.P. Yeah, it's gone. Jeez, they burned to the ground. St. Cloud. Uh, this was uh, yesterday morning apparently, uh, and they called this 
suspicious. Uh, firefighters were able to put out the fire, but the house was a complete loss. Uh, no information was released on why investigators have dubbed the blaze suspicious, but I, I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm guessing this is like, we need to cash in on the insurance policies, would be my guess. Yes, I don't know if, uh, if owners of sex clubs are exactly the most financially responsible, so this guy finds himself with some hot water, and he's like, dude, you know what we're going to do? We're going to burn down Let's the burn it down. castle. The Sausage Castle, well known in St. Cloud, Florida, as a place, listen to this, where people would gather for wild sex parties and then shoot guns in the front yard. Yeah, dude, I guess if that's what you're going to do with your life. That's, God, Florida's awesome. Right, you're down there, it's hot, it's humid, it's, 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 it's always, you know, chance of rain, and what else are you going to do other than gangbang somebody and shoot off your gun? Listen to this. The Sausage Castle is the creation of Mike Busey who apparently is a social media sensation who carved out five acres of St. Cloud swampland and then turned it into his party house. Now, you're thinking to yourself, Busey, I know that name. And it's because Mike is, in fact, the nephew of actor Gary Busey. Ah, It's all coming together now. And here you go. The house been vacant for about six months, hadn't been parties. And I would imagine that those sex clubs, I don't really know. I've been to a few in Cleveland, but I don't really know. I'm not like a member. I hear there's a really good one right around the corner from where we live. Uh, I hear there's a really good one not far from where we live. And uh, But from what I would understand is that there is a um, much like you know, being an elk or something like that. I believe that there's dues that you pay and you, you know, you help keep those things afloat and they haven't been doing that. At least it sounds like it for six months. This dude lit his own club on fire. Uh, yeah. Or I was going to say, if this isn't this dude lighting his own club on fire, um, my wife got gang banged there and now I regret it. Or now I, I'm going to go burn that place down is what I thought. I was like, well, maybe this is a, a Oh, I took my wife lover. to the sex club yeah. and she found a guy she likes better than me. And so I'm, I'm burning down the scene of the crime. Maybe it wasn't even just one guy she liked better than you. Maybe it was like 12 guys she liked better than you. Bro, but... you're really good at this. <laughs> Put things together, Thanks. dude. Put them when, together. Like when it got, yeah, but not everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come swinger sex house party on fire. <laughs> Phantom's like, dude, everybody back off. I got it. All of a sudden, now you're, it's like CSI sex party. And Phantom, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! All we gotta do is dye your hair red. You could be the. You could be the. You could be what's his name from CSI Miami. I could be. I could be. Oh my god! I that's a terrible name for a sex club. Yeah, it's not a good one. Unless, like I said, unless there's something that goes into it. Unless it's a gangbang exclusive, or you have to have a giant D, or it's gay. I don't think Sausage Castle is the way to go. Yeah, I'm not touching it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. We'll be right back with more. Sand- oh, we predicted something. Did we? You and I did. We 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 said be on the lookout for this. You're going to see a major change coming to sports, and everybody kind of laughed us out of the room. Well, guess what? It's happening, and we'll get you filled in next. Hang on. One zero six nine. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock One Zero Six Nine. Online WRQK.com. 8.30 this morning, we'll get you hooked up with U2 tickets. They're playing First Energy Stadium July 1st, uh, kicking off the 4th of July weekend a little early. Oh, and we'll dude. get you into that. 4th of July weekend, and it's U2. Oh, dude, I can just tell you right now, Bono just going to be spewing things. Oh, God, you're right. He's just going to be all up on his soapboxy hill. Even higher on it. Oh. Just sing Sunday, bloody Sunday, for all, Christ's sake. It's all we want. Where the streets have no name. Little Angela Harlem. It's a good one. Exit stage right. Get out. 
you know, I've talked the last couple of days about that where I, I needed to get a little older before I like really appreciated you two. Like they were huge when I was growing up and I was just like, yeah, I mean, there are one or two songs here and there and I was like, yeah, all right, I like that one. But it's like, normally the Maiden Priest fans didn't really like the U2 fans. When I was growing up, rock, it was very clicky. Oh, yeah, of course. It was very clicky. And uh, those people didn't cross over there. Nowadays, everybody likes everything and it's probably better. I think it's better because I like everything. And then 9 o'clock, we'll send you to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. We were talking about this not that long ago, and that's about another professional football league maybe coming about. We were saying the NFL is uh, examining a D-league, and it's now been uh, announced. They're gonna, there's a new football league coming. And apparently, this is Mike Shanahan, uh, the former coach of, obviously, the Redskins, Denver, Oakland, Ed McCaffrey, who won three Super Bowls, and his son Christian, now coming out of Stanford, is uh, is going to be a stud, they say. And Donald Yee, who is a sports agent. And they came up with what they're saying their realization is, is that there's a major gap in the current system for some NFL players To reach like the height of their ability or f- to maybe even reach the NFL at all. Now, I think the NFL is probably one of the most fair leagues as far as like getting a job. The NFL is filled. Uh, teams are filled up and down the roster with undrafted guys. There ain't that many undrafted guys on the NBA floor. Yeah, but what you have to remember is each team's a 54-man roster right. versus a 15-man exactly. roster. Exactly. I think that's why but that's why I always say I think it's one of the most fair leagues there is. Which is another reason why NBA dudes make a considerable amount more money right. than NFL dudes do. It's a huge reason. That's the reason I would imagine. But I think the NFL's very fair that way is that you don't have to be number 1 out of USC like you can be undrafted and make a hell of a living, yeah. okay? But these three are now going to head up the Pacific Pro Football, which is set to begin to play summer of 18, a new professional league. They're not looking to compete with the NFL, like the USFL, which was a Donald Trump thing, actually, or the XFL. They said it's a development program for young players. They say it has the potential to change the route to the NFL for many who neither want nor find worth in the current NCAA system. And it will give the NFL, which is frustrated by the style of play that these kids come out of college with, a place that's preferable and set up for training and identifying potential draft picks. See you later, middle-of-the-road college programs. See you later. I said this a month ago, right? What did I say? That college football is going to go back to what it was 20 years ago, which is you're going to have 10 teams that matter. You're going to have 10 teams that matter. Everybody knows what they are. They're the powers. Texas, USC, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. They're the ones that are going to matter. These Enjoy it, Clemson. Enjoy it. Enjoy your national championship because it's over. Enjoy it. It's over. Because the NFL said, why are we doing this? Why, well, why are we taking these guys who then need four years of development once you get them in the league because they haven't played in a pro-style offense? Why are we drafting these guys and paying them $22 million to not work? Yeah, I mean, you got to think about how many big gambles have been made on dudes and, and hey, we're going to draft him number one and we're going to put Manziel. all this money into him and we're going to do all this. And he ends up crapping out of the league 
yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. One of the three said, this is not the NFL nor the NCAA. It's a supplement to other products, and we are convinced there's a market for this. And here's the thing. Of course there is. Yeah, does this turn into arena football where, like, hey, some people are going to go and, like, whatever, nobody really pays attention to it? I think what you're going to see, I think there's a potential for that, all right? But I think what I'm going to I'm gonna choose to stay optimistic here. I think what you're going to see is you're going to see kids. You know whose programs are really going to be hurt by this is Notre Dame. Dude, it takes it's incredibly difficult to get a kid into Notre Dame to play football. Well, now all of a sudden, we don't care about your college at all. We don't care about your education. Well, can you block downhill? Then come to the come to our D League and we'll get you into the NFL. And let's be real, a vast majority of college football programs, not even like the powers, just a vast majority of college football programs, that's all it is, dude. I mean, I know it's always the oh, well these kids get schooled for free. They don't get schooled on anything, dude. Hey, we we've talked before about a a a They a, never go to class. Dude, you know who played golf in Ak- at Akron and he didn't have to go he to was, class. He was he was like, dude, they excuse me for everything. So, and he's like and he says to me all the time, imagine being a football player at Ohio State. Right. He's like, I played a sport that nobody cares about at a college that isn't top tier. He's like, and now imagine playing a sport people care about at the top tier program. And you look at, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the cream of the crop rises and the best guys do get that look out of of the NCAA. But like you said, there's going to be a lot of dudes undrafted or a lot of dudes who didn't get that look who are going to say, dude, this would have been such a smarter idea. I'd be in front of NFL coaches every single day. Every day. day. Right. If I'm the best player on a mid, you're right, like, you know, a mid of the road college football team. You might I, never get looked at. Right. You might never get that shot. You might never get that opportunity. You go to the NBA or the NFL D-League and all of a sudden it's like, dude, I'm in front of an NFL coach every single day. The reason why like a third tier offensive lineman wants to go to LSU is because Leonard Fournette runs there. And now all of a sudden now while the scouts are looking at him, they're looking at you. And like, well, is it the hole? Is it this? Is That's why guys want to go to big programs. Well, now you're not going to need that because they're going to be looked at and evaluated by NFL talent. Now, it's going to be right now. Here are the basics, all right? Now, this is right now. This will definitely expand. I think this is going to take off huge. I really do. It's a four-team league. You'll be based in Southern California. Each 50-player team will be owned and employed, listen to this, by the league, not by individuals. Players can participate only in their first four years out of high school. So you get four years after your high school diploma to be in this, and then you're done. College years, okay. Which, welcome to college football, right? right? He says, this is an alternative to college. While the NFL still requires a draft-eligible prospect to be three years removed from his final year in high school, and they should because of the physicality of the game. It's not basketball. You do need to kind of grow into your body before you let, like, and again, I'm going way back. I'm going to date myself here. Before you let, like, a Lawrence Taylor, like, tee off on you. You know what I mean? Before J.J. Watt, like, tees off on you, you should probably grow into your body. So that's why that is. Pac-Pro will allow players to join right out of high school or a year or two at a major college, junior college, or whatever. Total compensation, fifty grand per season. Per player? That's what I'm... Okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's decent. There's also a full workers' comp and, among other things, a tuition reimbursement at a community college should a player choose to use it in the offseason. Oh, that's great, right? See you later, college football. See you later. This is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you get for screwing it up forever. See you later. It's over. I, I I said this months ago. Like the powers will always be there, but enjoy it, Clemson. It's over. 
I, 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 the only thing I'll say about this is until there is actual NFL money and, and resources behind this, until this becomes sanctioned by the NFL, I think this has a possibility to fail just because... It could fold in on itself before right. it expands. Right. I, and I'll make room, okay? I, I, I'm choosing to predict a different outcome. And I'm going to tell you right now, you take a let's take a 19, we'll take a 17 year old kid out of the middle of nowhere, Alabama, right? Because that's what you always hear about is you don't understand the background from what these guys came from and how hard their life is. Okay, so now I'm going to take the same 17 year old kid out of the middle of nowhere, Alabama, and be like, bro, you can do one of two things: you can go to a school in the SEC and be screamed at by the likes of Nick Saban, or we'll pay you 50 grand to strap on a helmet and go to Southern California. Uh, I get paid and I go to Southern California, bro, I'm out. And I get free community college. Bro, I'm out. You know what I mean? Bro, I'm out. That's going to be tough. Yeah, it's over. Good luck. Good luck. This is going to affect recruiting up and down the board. And college football is two things, recruiting and coaching. And you've now affected both. Well, and that's what you got to think, too, is dudes who do want to make that leap to the NFL, whether that's, you know, as a coach, as a referee, as any sort of, you know, auxiliary piece to the actual game, you are totally going to want to be a part of that NFL D-League as opposed to being in the NCAA. I mean, this is I like this. Is, they're not even playing until summer of 18, and I'm already on the edge of my seat for this. I can't wait because I love doing that. I like I like the combine. Like, I'll watch the Combine and be like, ah, I like that guy, or I like that guy, or I want to pay attention to that guy. Like, I, I kind of like that. I like looking for, like, the next big star. Oh, the kid that we're talking about for the Browns, Mitch... Uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, no, 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 oh, the quarterback. Oh, Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Um, one of the big knocks is, well, we've never seen him in a professional Small offense. sample size. We've never seen him in a professional offense. We don't right. know what he's capable of in a now you would. style. And dude, now you would. I'm telling you, man, you take you take 17-year-old kids and tell them, okay, well, you could go to Oregon and wear different uniforms, or you could go play in our D-League and we'll pay you 50 grand. I, these kids are going to run for the money. We've seen it a million times. How many times do you guys leave after their sophomore year for money? Now, that's pro money, but you take an average 17-year-old. Dude, if it's 17, you came to me and said 18, right out of college, or right out of high school, here's 50 grand? 50 grr. Dude. Oh, money. I'll tell you what, Rock 106.9, come at me and offer me 50 grand. I bet I signed today. I, I, I think that there's definite potential here. Um, I hope this grows outside of South Car- or Southern California because Canton, Ohio would be the perfect spot for it. And, uh, dude, yeah, let's get another D-League team going. You know, Twitter's worried about the drug testing. You know, how many 17, 18-year-old you know, football players are going to pass the drug test? Well, you have to pass them in college football. Right. Those yeah. kids are drug tested routinely for everything. It's not just you know performance hands. They're drug tested. So I, I, I'm telling you, this is going to stomp out average football programs. And I think schools who are like elitist, like Notre Dame, goodbye. See ya. See ya. Oh, I have to have a 3.5 and I got to be able to block? <laughs> no thanks, bro. I'm going to go cash this 50 grand check and live in Southern California. You keep Indiana where it's freezing cold and you're going to scream at me about how I'm going to hell if I don't keep my grades up. Dude, this is going to be amazing. I cannot wait to see this league unfold. I can't wait. We'll get you those U2 tickets. We'll do it next. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Just heard a little Alice Cooper there. That was, uh, honestly, that was that was me doing me there. I was like, you know what? I just kind of feel like some Cooper today. Feel like it. Need it. Sandsbury goes rogue. I uh, I like the Alice Cooper a lot. Like a lot of times when I, when I go home and I uh, pull the vinyl out. 
I have a lot of old classic uh, Alice Cooper on vinyl, and that's like one of the artists I'll... I don't have everything on vinyl the way I wish I did, but that's a big one for me. I have to do this. I, I, I'm sorry, but... Um, Two of my my very close friends, who are big listeners of the program uh, themselves, have just welcomed twins into the world. My buddy Wayne and uh, his wife Tara, Tara, who I work with at the Agora, who I just adore to pieces, um, have had twins. And I just sent them both a text. I was like, dude, good luck. <laughs> good luck not sleeping for 21 years, man. <laughs> like, dude, they don't move out at 18. <laughs> and, I mean, we talked about it earlier this week. They just got a half million dollar bill put on their doorstep. Oh. Half a million dollars, guys. You get to pay for the next eighteen years. Half a million. Oh, that's right. Right. It was mm-hmm. like it was like two hundred and forty grand per mm-hmm. kid, like from from birth to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Half a million. Oof. Half a million dollars. Wayne's dad actually lives down here. Sean, he's a great guy. Good dude. Uh, he listens religiously as well. So congratulations to them. Better listen religiously. <laughs> I want to start praying religiously. You got half a million dollar bill on your doorstep, he, homie. He's one of these guys who's a who's a big Steelers fan, uh, and he lives here in the area. And so he actually wrapped both the babies up in terrible towels. That was like the first photo of the babies I saw. But they're both beautiful, healthy, all that. So Tara, nice job on that. Good job, job. <laughs> you did your job right. Uh, I have good news for lazy people. What's that? You ready for this? Listen to this. Uh, if you're sick of dragging your ass to the gym after work, no need. Don't have to do it anymore. I would have never guessed this. I would have bet the farm the other way on this. But according to new research, it says people who exercise only on the weekend, you get all or very much of the the same benefits as weekday gym goers. They say uh, there was a research done over in the UK. They reviewed some data and they found that 64,000 mostly white adults there found uh, those who completed the recommended weekly amount of exercise, 150 minutes of modern exercise, or 75 minutes of high-intensity workouts over several days of the week, had only a slightly lower risk of death from cancer and heart disease than weekend warriors, as they're called, who completed the same exercise in just one or two days. So here's the thing. You have to do the same amount of exercise, but you don't have to spread it out over a couple of days. Like my old trainer used to say to me, what you need to do is you need to stay under 1,800 calories a day, and you need to work out three days a week. And now this is saying, no, I don't. I just have to, as long as I get the the 150 minutes of moderate or 75 minutes of high intensity, I should be and get most of the same benefits. It, it, I think it gets to a point of, if you are disciplined enough to do that, then yeah, you probably can. But you're not going to be. But you're not going to be. And a huge part of... of um, Daily is, that makes it easier is now it's 25 minutes. Well, and it, at the very least, whether it's easy or not, it, it's it's you're making that a part of your lifestyle. It's no longer it's just habit. like... Yeah, it's no longer, hey, I'm just going to do this and power my way through it's two hours. Point. It is, I've built a routine out of this, and I have done this on a regular, consistent basis. Therefore, I'm more likely to do it in the future. I feel like if you're one of those people who are just like, eh, yeah, well, I'll do it. 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 And inevitably, you're going to never not do it. When you, I'll do it on Saturday. Saturday comes around. You're busy. Your wife's got all sorts of stuff for you to do, and you're like, ah, you know what? I'll do. It. I'll do it all tomorrow. And you're just not going to do it. I do it all the time. I um, I am going to tell you this. And if you've been thinking about getting back into like an exercise regimen, and I have been, and it's again, it's not like a New Year's resolution, New Year, New Me type thing. It's just that I believe that. Um, a stronger core, like working on my core, stronger core, and that kind of thing will help my golf game. And that's why I wanted, I could care less about like staying alive or anything like that. I just want to break 80. And so, like, that's kind of why I want to do it. But 
so listen to this. If you've been like flipping the coin on whether or not you should get back in the gym, you really should because this is staggering information here. Is that people who did not work out at all, uh, compared to participants, listen to this, who did not work out at all, people who worked out a couple of times a week were 35% less likely to die during the study. While the percentage dipped to 30% for those who waited until the weekend. So it's about, you know, inside of 5% there. But you're 35% less likely to die just if you stay just a little bit active. And yet I know stuff like this. And this is it just speaks to the power that is laziness. Because I know that. And yet I go, tomorrow. I mean, I, I joined the Y here. And I like it because there's a pool downtown, and I'll, sometimes I'll go swim in there. The hot tub's kind of nice, and I like to play hoops, so I'll go down there and play a little basketball or whatever. But I don't do it enough, nowhere near enough. Like, I'd be lying right now if I said I went three days a week consistently. I don't. I don't. But I can know that it's, like, it's going to extend my life, give me a better quality. Not only that, but working out makes you a happier person. You're just happier. It, much like everything else in the world, you know, it boils down to convenience and what I'm spending to do this. And I don't mean monetarily. I mean, like, what is my expense my time. of energy, time, effort, and all those things. And it's just so much easier to not do things. It's just so much more like, well, what pays off immediately sitting on the couch? Like, it feels good in this moment feeling good sitting on this couch. Yeah, working out might feel good when I look better three months down the road, when I lose weight, or when somebody compliments me or something like that. But it's hard. It's effort. It's energy expended into this. And I have limited resources when it comes to time, energy, and effort. Whether we do or we don't, we feel that way. Yeah, you do feel that way, but it's not true. I mean, did it cost you nothing and you have plenty of room to do sit-ups and push-ups in your house? I mean, so like all those things can be argued away. And yes, it does kind of, for a lot of people, it would take until like somebody hey says hey you look good for it to start paying off but I would I, I disagree uh, like I miss it and and I need to do a better job of doing it but when you're working out it's like when, first of all the human body was meant to stay in motion like we're it, it's I, I don't care about all the modern conveniences we are based in you need to run on the Serengeti to hunt your food and like that's what we're supposed to be doing motion and like we just stay stagnant too much and when you go to the gym like you may feel terrible and like depressed but if you go and work out for an hour and a half you get in the car on your way home and you feel like you can do anything. Some people do. Some people don't. You know what really? I mean? Like, I think there's plenty oh, of people. I thought, th- I thought that was a common thing. I think there's plenty of people out there who I mean, feel they, frustrated, they, feel like they didn't do enough, feel like they weren't good enough. They feel like, you know, I went into the gym and I kind of humiliated myself and got them in terrible shape. So I, I Yeah, but that's I, always going to be true unless you keep going. Like, it's, it, it's never going to be. You're always going to have that intimidated moment if that's how you approach it. You got to go. I mean, the science, do science is proven. The more you work out, the happier person you are, the better outlook on life you have. So there you go. Look at me preaching to you about something I don't want to do. <laughs> I was going to say, there you go. The key to happiness from Sands. The key to happiness from this fat, out of shape, miserable dude. Uh, we do have U2 tickets. Let's pass those out right now. They're playing July 1st for Energy Stadium. Caller 35, 1 800 243 7625. We'll send you to U2. And we do have a little piece of audio from the Jackson Township Sheriff that we want to pass along to you. We'll do it next. Hang on. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Ralph in Uniontown won himself some U2 tickets, and it seemed as if he was really excited about it. Uh, Apparently, he seems to think his wife is going to be over the moon about those tickets, so that's good. That's good. Ralph, dude, you know what to ask her for tonight. She'll probably do it. You got U2 tickets, bro. Uh, Remind her that this is a twofer, though. You get the same thing the night of the U2 show as well. Oh, yeah. Celebration (laughs) night and then actual night of, of course. If you guys are driving around right now, I was just telling Phantom, we don't have windows here in the studio. It's like a monsoon outside. It's like pouring rain. 
Chief Meteorologist Dan Stansberry. That's right. You give me a window. I walk around the hallway. I'll be able to tell you what the weather looks like. I uh, I definitely everyone slow down. I know it's like, oh, it's just rain. Who cares? It's not snow. But still, dude, slow down. Get off people's asses. Um, Thank God it's not snow. Can you imagine if all that was oh, coming God. down snow? We'd, we'd be buried right now. I mean, we're midway through January. Yeah. I mean, it's like two more months and we're out of the woods. Oh, yeah. The countdown to spring has it's sprung. I need to get outside. I hate not being outside. I hate it. I know it's supposed to rain all day for the rest of the day, so I don't think you're going to be able to get out there and no, uh, I'm not. swing the clubs. I should have done it yesterday, but like an idiot, I didn't. But I, I've heard this afternoon, uh, bottom kind of drops out on temperature, but within the next week, we're back up over 50 degrees. So there's going to be an opportunity for you soon, buddy. Use your little watch, whatever it is that you just got. You know, you don't belittle my toys. <laughs> yeah, I bought myself a, a Bushnell Neo Ion uh, golf yardage watch yesterday as a, like a congratulatory present over uh, being number one. And I actually, I heard my dad screaming at me the whole way home. You bought yourself a gift for doing what you're supposed to do. Really? Is that what you did? Like my dad would have taken that from me and been like, "Dude, you don't get this for a little while." Like, and I did. I like. I was like, you know what? Why am I? Why, dude? I'm a grown up. I, I'm supposed yeah. to do this. I, I I'm supposed to. Uh, that's why they, they hired us. It's because we're supposed to be able to do this. So, but and by do this, what Stansberry means to say, it's Canton's number one morning show. Yeah. Second second time consecutively, number one baby. Third time total. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like non-fluke type stuff. And like I said, to start the program out, y- you need the help of other talented people. Uh, so obviously, thank you to Matthew Fantone for being talented. Uh, but this is not like the second incarnation of a program that I've been a part of that has been able to do this. So I, like I said earlier, it's like when you write the book on me, when you, when you close it, you can't be like, well, he sucks. You know, it's like, well, no, dude. I mean, consistently, all he ever did was like kind of like knock it out of the park. So on, on the, I'll take on, it. On the tombstone, here lies Stansberry. You can't say that he sucked. Don't worry. There are a couple of guys at NCX who still will. Um, uh, of course, thank you as well, man, and then congratulations to you. There's no question about I that. I don't do anything. Ah, pish posh. You I get a little bit of credit. I don't do anything. You get a little bit of credit. Um, also, want to throw a shout-out to Keith Kennedy, who was one of the first guys that really believed in both of us that we could come together and make this show happen. So Before we did. Yeah, I mean, honestly. That's so, true. So, so credit to that chubby little little bastard. Here's the big one, though. Mike over at Buzzbin yeah. and Culture Waffle Company, yeah. thank you. Thank CSE, you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. High well, Voltage Indoor Carding, thanks. Roll Vision Institute, shout out. Yes. Shout out. Those are those are those are the people who really matter. Got to uh, got to got to dab up Scott I'm from Wait- somebody. Scott from Waiting for Next Year That's a big one. Big Every one, Monday, eight o'clock, talking sports with us. Um, and of course, man. I mean, I think the biggest one that we're probably missing right now. Thank you to the audience. Ah, yeah. Sorry, guys. That one's kind of implied. You guys are the best, though. Uh, we have to pivot here to something not so great. Yeah. Uh, you guys know that there's uh, that there was a tragedy surrounding it. I believe what was a five year old little girl, Ashley, the other night. Uh, her parents have been charged with her murder, or her father now being charged with being complicit. But it was the mother now. Um, and we have a little audio. What do I have here? Is this the police chief? Yeah, you've got news. You've got audio. You've got the, the court hearing yesterday. A There's- summation of events. Yeah. Here we go. Great. We'll put him right at the podium. Okay. Parents of five-year-old Ashley Zhao enter a Maslin courtroom on Wednesday accused of killing their own daughter. You have been charged by the Jackson Township Police, a crime and a murder 
Authorities accusing the mother of hitting little Ashley in the head with her fist hard enough to cause her death. Her father then helping cover up the crime by leading authorities on an around-the-clock search for a missing child. Rips your heart out. Uh, That's the police chief there? Correct, it is. Thank you. We worked very hard on this case, and the one thing we wanted at the end of the day was uh, to recover that girl alive. The child's body found late Tuesday concealed so well inside the family's restaurant that police could not find it in an initial search they say took place as soon as the girl was reported missing late Monday. We searched the entire restaurant for a missing child. Uh, we were thinking that she possibly again had gone somewhere that the parents just didn't know where to find her at within the restaurant. Looking for a place where a child might hide. Correct. Not where someone would hide a child. Absolutely. Police still careful about releasing details of a motive or exactly how the body was concealed. News of the crime devastating people in the community, some of whom volunteered to help authorities with their desperate search. You'd see her in there playing, running around. She'd be right up in the front window looking out. She was simply adorable looking. Well, I just feel heartbroken. It's an innocent child that couldn't defend herself. And Any resentment for the parents allowing you folks to go through the motions like that? I think the resentment comes from the fact that they killed a five-year-old child that they should have been protecting. Mm -hmm. um, we can be angry about the work that we put into it, uh, but at the end of the day, this five-year-old child's gone. Oh, man, it's, it's a terrible story. I, I, you know, I've heard a lot of speculation and rumor and the like um, about uh, where the child was found in the restaurant and whatever, uh, and not found uh, again in the initial uh, search. And uh, before we knew exactly what had happened, a friend of mine was, t I was texting back and forth with her, and uh, she was the first one to tell me, hey, uh, they found Ashley. And um, she said she was found in the restaurant, and I had speculated to her, just to her, that I felt like what had happened is that the, the crime itself took place at another location, and then after the initial search of the restaurant, then they moved back as like, okay, well, they already checked here. They're not going to check here again. Let's bring her back. But we're hearing now that that's, in fact, not the case, just was well hidden from the from the onset. Yeah, you don't want to start speculation no. about something like this, and it's hard not to. And I mean, like, looking back because on this. Because it's questions. You just right. have questions. Right. And looking back on this, I think there's so many obvious red flags to me where I'm like, oh, dude, why didn't you think about that initially? Mm -hmm. And because the reason I didn't is because I wanted to give people the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to, you, you know. You don't want to think evil of people right away. Right. And I mean, I Obviously, I was in the wrong there for thinking otherwise, but it, it it's, just... It's a little bit, though, like the, like cops will tell you that if a woman, if the wife is laying dead somewhere, 95% of right. the time the husband did it. Right. And, and I, think that there's a, I think there's a little bit of a similar type situation. I don't know the exact math, so don't hold my feet to the flame on that. But I think I, think I would bet that there's a little bit of a similar situation like that. It uh, obviously is, is just a tragic story for all the people involved. Yeah, I know she had, she had an older sister, I think, that was oh, six years old. And brutal. I think she's in foster care right now. And God knows what's going so, yeah. well, to happen to her because, you know, her mom, not a citizen of the country, her father, a citizen of, you know, it's just... I mean, they're already talking deportation, right? I mean, I would yeah. assume, you know, and, 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 and you also are going to have to factor in, aside from the loss of life, and, you know, the cop kind of, uh, you know, said, aside from 
uh, us doing all this work and all the man hours that went into this and all the effort. And I told you yesterday, I saw a Jackson police officer at a restaurant and just, you know, hey, man, thanks for doing what you do. But that takes such an emotional toll on on an officer of the law out there looking for a child, desperately trying to find this child, only to find out that, you know, the mother had murdered him and, 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 and hid the body. And really, can you imagine being the owner of that strip mall right now? Like, can you imagine, like, all right, so in this restaurant that I essentially still own, you know, it's in my strip mall, you're going to have to decide what to do with that. Can you imagine being the business to the left and to the right of that Chinese restaurant? Oh, a friend of mine works right around the corner, and she was telling me last night, she came over last night briefly, and she was like, damn, the news trucks are still out there. Like, this is just now unfolding. She goes, it's crazy over there. Well, and who's going to want to go? I think it's the Pet Supplies Plus next to the place. Like, who, you almost feel like, oh, I can't go to there. I can't go to, I can't go into I, that building. I disagree. I think people are going to have the other outlook. Is, is go and support? Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. I need cat litter. Let's go where Let's go where the scene is. I can oh, see people going the like, other way. It's to yeah. go take a look at it. As to opposed- get the, yeah, the, the voyeurism. I thought you were going to say to like, hey, we need to support these businesses. They didn't do anything wrong. Let's go shop at that pet store. Oh, that would be great. That would be but great, but, that's, but, that's but I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't think that's the mentality. I think it's, oh my God, there's something happening. I want my eyes officially on it. But uh, yeah, I, I, but I don't know. Terrible story, dude. Yeah, it is. it's just sad. That's heart wrenching. Ben Rowe wrote in on our uh, on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Stansberry Show, and he says, "Can we call them crappy parents now, or is it still not the right time, guys?" And the reason why he's saying that is that the day of when we had announced that the girl had went missing, we asked for just a few hours of let's not jump up and down on these parents until we know. And now people are like wanting to go, see, we knew you guys are just bleeding hearts. and you, No, we just didn't know. And a lot of times people get buried in, 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 in the public before facts come out. Now, look, it ended up you guys ended up being right. You were right. But we wanted to take a couple of minutes, given the fact that it was a local story, that I wasn't going to fry somebody until we kind of knew. So people, it seems like people are a little annoyed with you and I over being patient. Uh, but I f- still feel like in the next time one of these things should happen, and I hope it never does again, but we all know it will. The next time one of these things ha- happens here locally, I would be proud to you know take a minute and breathe and before jumping up and down on somebody again. I-, I think I would handle that situation the exact same way all over again. You've heard me talk about this before. We're coddling people, and it's not just millennials. We coddle athletes all the goddamn time, and it's got to come to an end because these guys like Odell Beckham Jr. are a mess. And there's a kid in college, and you probably don't even know of this story yet. His name's Grayson Allen. He plays for Duke, and this kid needs to be stopped, and it needs to happen now, and we'll fill you in next. Hang on. No 6 9 Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Just sent somebody out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Your next opportunity. 11 a.m. this morning. Fishhead will get you hooked up. Uh, our buddies uh, in the party yeah. from New Philly, they reached yeah. out. They said, hey, man, we heard uh, we heard the shout out this morning. Thank you very much for this. We're putting uh, the finishing wraps on our uh, on our brand new LP, dropping it off in the mail. You guys will have a copy pretty soon. That's good. We need nice. uh, we need the party represented on New Third Tuesday. We've done them once, yeah. but it's but yeah. but yeah, but another time around would be yeah. pretty good. And uh, in like I said, I've seen that band a couple of times. They opened a couple of shows at the Agora, and they're a good watch. Like there's something going on with that band. 
kind of, I don't want to say another obscure band that you can relate them to, but a little bit more well-known, um, uh, Wilson. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, that, they're, they're, they're Ohio's Wilson, yeah. which is a huge compliment. Yeah. Wilson effing rocks. One of our big listeners, uh, she runs like a music blog and actually just interviewed Wilson. So uh, They're so good. Yeah, they're really good. Those guys are so funny. I uh, I became a, a little bit friendly with one of the guys in that band you know, via working uh, their shows at the Agora. Those guys are great. So, I'm not a big fan of coddling, and I've, I've warned about the dangers of this for a while now, and everybody says, oh, you're a get off my lawn, or you're just old, and you, know, you don't understand, you don't understand the trials and tribulations of these young athletes and how hard it is to escape their background to become who they are. Okay, well, the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball is filled with three million dudes who all kind of have similar stories, and yet we're always spending our, half of our time talking about four guys who can't get their act together. It's fair. Right? The leagues are filled with dudes who came from single-parent households with no money and all this stuff, and yet they stay inside the bounds, and we end up talking about five guys who can't get their ish together, and I'm supposed to look the other way on it. Oh, yeah, and I mean, everyone always makes the assumption with any athlete, uh, black athletes in particular, is that, oh, they're coming from the worst of the worst, and this is the toughest, and I mean, like, oh, not always the case, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I mean, sometimes athletes come from, you know, uh, upstanding citizen families. And this new leftist-leaning you can't judge anybody Twitter universe now is like getting the back of Odell Beckham Jr. and you're not supposed to judge the stuff and it's like why the kid's a head case and and things don't go his way what's he doing he's punching walls risking the thing he needs for his life the most his hands but whatever he's that you know asking you know kicking nets to marry him and all this stuff and we're just supposed to excuse it because he's old beckham jr i am not punch the wall dude i never have been it's always made me kind of scratch my head but plenty of dudes out there are punch the wall guy right and i would be calling him out right like what's his name from the giants who blew off half his half his hand with fireworks what were you thinking idiot your hands are your business and so like if i if i'm gonna hold him to that standard i'm holding odell beckham jr to it it's just like, dude, these guys need to get their act together. And there's another one, there's another great example of this, and Twitter is telling me I can't pick on this kid, and I'm over it, because yes, I can. And his name's Grayson Allen, and he plays basketball at Duke, and he's a pretentious, entitled, white, privileged douchebag. And you see it all over. This kid has tripped now, I think it's four players this season. They suspended him indefinitely for a game. And now the other night, there's video of him going for a ball out of bounds, and he shoves an opposing coach. Shoves him. You can see it. Every professional athlete I saw on TV yesterday said he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that shove. There's a difference between running into a guy on the sideline and going, oh, my God, and trying to protect that person and going, F it, I don't care, I'm pushing you. There's a difference, and they had basketball guy players talk about it. They had NFL guys talk about it, and they all said the same thing. He knew exactly what he was doing. Now, Twitter's saying, well, the, the opposing coach said he didn't mean to do it, and Grayson Allen's a great player, and you're just looking to be mean. No. That's a coach doing what a coach does. Colin Coward said this yesterday, and he was so right about it. That's coach speak. That's doing the right thing so when the next good job comes open, you weren't the guy that was blasting players from a podium and you can get the gig. That's what that is. This kid's got to be stopped. It's got to be stopped. Tripping players. Now, Fantone's a much bigger basketball guy than I am. But tripping a basketball player is a dangerous thing certainly obviously you can't i mean that's they now some guys have said that's worse than cut blocking in the nfl 
Hey, and Chris ver- Broussard said this yesterday, and I thought it was very telling. He goes, you ever notice this? Cut blocking is very dangerous in the NFL, yet you see it every game. He said, tripping a player in the NBA is very dangerous, and yet you never see it. Because those guys know it. And they know it's worse than cut blocking, and they know it's more dangerous, and so they respect each other in the game enough not to do it. Right. And I thought that was telling. Right. Obviously, you know, you don't want anybody to be injured. Even in like, even in gladiator sports, even in football, in MMA, you don't want your opponent injured. I mean, it's one thing to to hurt them; it's another thing to injure them. I want to take you out of the game, not physically. Right. 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 It, it, very much. You know, there's a, a there should be a little bit of of you know honor amongst thieves there in the point of we're all in this game together and whether you're you know a starting point guard for Duke University or you know just some backup player from some other scrub squad I don't want you to get hurt I don't want you to be injured I mean that's right. you know a respect for the game even this kid has a history of this and we're not punishing him we're not doing anything um, and I don't know you're not going to learn and he's just going to end up being in the NBA and he's and, and you're going to continue to see this and it's it's Draymond Green is what the, that's this is what this is it's just another Draymond Green kicking dudes in the balls and you can't have this and this new world now is if you question an athlete you're a hater oh you don't recognize his player his his playability you're a hater he is pretty good yes he he's great right. but I just want him to play in bounds I want I want to I want to talk about Grayson Allen being great but we can't because Grayson Allen makes us talk about the off the court stuff with Grayson Allen I'm I'm surprised they they indefinitely suspended him, and this was two I think fiascos ago where they indefinitely suspended him. And they're and like, then, oh, it, it was, was a game. game. They it lost was- the game, and then Coach K said, "Nope, get him right back in the lineup." And I understand, uh, you know, especially in college sports. I mean, win now is the is the mantra. You only have these guys for two, three, one years in some cases. So right. You, you got to get what you can out of these out of these players. Um, but it, it really is a little bit of like, Coach K, dude, you have such a reputation. You, and you're soiling right. it over Grayson Allen. Right. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you want this year to go well for you, and you've only got so many years left to win national titles, and you only got so many years left before you hang up the whistle and kind of, you know, you're, you're done being a coach. But it's like, dude, you're one of the most respected names in basketball, and you're going to sacrifice, or not sacrifice, but you're going to put that on the line for this? He's on the Mount Rushmore of basketball coaching for sure. And, and, and Grayson Allen is where you're going to go to the mat. And here's the thing. For those of you that didn't see this video, I think it was like a month ago, that he gets pulled out of the game for tripping, and he has a full-on meltdown. They are holding him around his arms because he's rocking back and forth and spitting from the mouth. You know why? Because he has mental health issues, and that is should be more important than the fact that he can run the post. you got to get that kid off the court. He's a danger to himself and to everybody else playing. These are warning signs. This is Johnny Manziel all over again. He's showing you the signs. Johnny Manziel, by the way, is now charging $50 for an autograph outside the Super Bowl. And I told you that's what was going to be happening because I told you Johnny Manziel is showing you warrant for two years. I sat in here, screamed at the top of my lungs about how Johnny Manziel was showing you who he is every single moment of the day. And everybody said the same thing. Stansbury, you're a hater. You're a hater. You're a hater. No, I'm accurate. And Grayson Allen is the same thing. This is Johnny Manziel all over again. So before he beats his girlfriend, before there's stuff like that, before he's got restraining orders, why why don't we get it under control now, Coach K? And I heard this argument floated yesterday, and I love it. I love it. I heard this via FS1 yesterday, that if we come out, or if, if the school comes out and you overpunish Grayson Allen, 
and you suspend them for the season. Now what happens is guys like you and I come out and go, oh, guys, it was tripping. Or he accidentally shoved a coach. Like we're getting a li- Now all of a sudden the media looks to save the player. But when you, and this was, he was so right about this. If you only punish this kid a game, now there's blood in the water and now I want more. You're not punishing enough. And guys, you got to start. It's, you know, this is exact. This is indicative of don't worry, Grayson. You're going to be great. Here's a trophy for this. In life, dude, you're never going to be disappointed, Grayson Allen, ever. You have an ability. Life will never disappoint you, ever. And now look, it's coming home to roost. If you don't man up and start to really parent your kids, this is what everything is going to look like. Everything in the world will look like Grayson goddamn Allen. And I'm, I'm not sitting by idly and watching that. I'm not. Not doing that. I have fantastic news for the Star Wars universe. You'll get it next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online WRQK.com. I have good news for you, Fantone. Yeah. Our uh, our number one hater, Kenna. Yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Kenny's back. Ken. Ken's back. All right. He's like, uh, man, you must be foaming at the mouth again. What? What's what's going on, Ken? Ah, dude's mad about how I handled Grayson Allen, and it's probably because he lets his kid run wild and do whatever he wants, and I'm judging the way you're, you people parents, and he probably hates me for it. Dirty players aren't new. No. Right? And I would say that all dirty players, there were parenting issues in there somewhere. I'm just saying not exclusive to millennials, I guess. I uh, I would think if you if, if you were a dirty player, that was uh, that was lack of parenting. No matter what decade we're in, no matter how old you are, that would be my take there. But uh, he's back to hating us, and that's cool. I uh, I mean, th- I, I, we have done the what the best thing you can do for your haters, which is be successful and be number one. Remember, remember we had that. Oh yeah, let's go back to that. Remember we had that we had that listener Jeffrey who staged that. Me, my wife, and my cousin all listen, and we're not going to anymore. And you won't be number one next time because of it. Remember that? Oh yeah. Remember that guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Sorry, the show's a little bit more popular for three people to take it down. I mean, but nice way to make yourself self-important. I have this here, and I can't decide how I feel about it. Okay. Well, let's break it down then. And it seems like Star Wars people are super pumped, but I can't figure out how I feel about it. Given now that Disney has bought the franchise and we knew we're getting about a movie a year and that's the way it's going to be. And uh, I have said that these last two that Disney have done, I felt like were great. And uh, I I said they were better than the prequels, and I kind of felt like the prequels kind of come off more what I was afraid Disney would do versus what they have done. Disney kind of went back to the gritty look and that whole thing and kind of took the Vegas shine off of the movies, which it needed, Uh, at least for me. But now these movies are increasingly popular and more and more uh, eyes are on them and they're going to be the biggest movies that come out any given part of the year. And so what's going to happen now is A-list actors want in on the action. Well, dude, you'd be amazed on how much money you're going to pull down as a cast member of a Star Wars or an Avengers or any of those big blockbuster movies. Not only are you going to get a lot of money up front to do it, you're going to be getting residual checks. Points on the back the end. rest right. of your life, man. Points on the DVD. You're gonna, yeah. Right. If, you, if you're an A-list actor and you have a good agent, you can work a great deal here. Right. I know one of the dudes that's in that um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie, he's like, this is all I'm doing. He's like, this is it. I'll just making the rest of my money for the rest of my life for just doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Smart. I mean... Smart. 
Um, which, by the way, the second one of those looks pretty good. I wasn't crazy about the first, but the second one looks good. I like the first one. It was too long like every other stupid stupid superhero movie on the face of the planet now where it's like, dude, if you guys stopped making these two minutes and twenty or two hours and 20 minutes long and you made them 95 minutes. Give me a hot I, 90. Right. Give, give me a dude, hot 90. Give me an hour and a half and it'll be perfect. But they have to add an extra 45 minutes in there for God knows why. So now... The, we're going to start to get, Disney's going to start to release the Star Wars movies I care about. There's a huge rumor surrounding the fact that we're going to get a Boba Fett standalone movie. Boba Fett is my favorite Star Wars character, and that would be awesome. To, to get a standalone Boba Fett movie would be great. But we know for sure we're getting a standalone Han Solo movie. We know for sure. And now there's been rumors surrounding the Han Solo movie, and it comes out that they are in fact true. Woody Harrelson is going to join Star Wars. We don't know who he's going to be yet. It's not Han Solo. They've already cast... I'm so sorry about that. Sorry about that little burp there. Uh, They've already cast Han, so it's not going to be him. He's an unspecified character, and I had already forgotten about this, but this is in the wake of, and Game of Thrones fans, you'll be all excited about this, Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons, Daenerys Targaryen, is also in the... going to be in the Han Solo movie in an unspecified role. They've tapped uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who did the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street, um, to direct this movie. And they're excited about Woody Harrelson. They said, we could not be more excited to work with an artist that has as much depth and range as Woody. His ability to find both humor and, and the serious end of things, often in the same role, is truly unique. And he's also very good at ping pong. I would agree that, that that Woody can kind of do both things there. Look at True Detective, and then you know look at some of like the the wackier type things he's done. Oh, I think Woody's a really talented, uh, really talented actor. I think pretty much everything I've ever seen him in, I've been like, well, even if the movie kind of sucks, he wasn't the reason why he didn't like it. Right, right. right. I, I, I it was years ago at this point, but those um. What are those movies called? The Hunger Games. Um, He was in those, and the girl I was dating at the time was like, oh, we're going to go see these. It's going to be so great. I'm like, God, these movies are terrible. It's awful. But Woody, he was doing his thing. Yeah, not the worst. Obviously, in Cheers, I think Cheers is a very slept-on sitcom at this point, where it's like, if you go back and you watch those, dude, Woody was hilarious. Dude, Cheers is totally slept on today. Hilarious. When you think about the fact that that was milestone-type stuff when they hit 200. Like, shows didn't do that. Like, shows just didn't do that, and Cheers was something else. You're right about that. And uh, White Man Can't Jump was great, too. Oh, yeah, that was good. White, and White but good. I do worry, Fantone, that there's going to be part of me in the theater watching this stuff now with actors I totally recognize that's going to pull me out of being submersed into the world. Now, I know, well, you know Harrison Ford. Yeah, but not before Empire Strikes Back. Not, not, not before A New Hope. I mean, dude, that, those movies made those people who... Harrison Ford was nobody until he did that movie. And then that was like the thing. And so then, you, so you kind of know... So he's always Han Solo. No matter what role he plays, he's Han Solo. Where now, I'm going to be going, that's Woody Harrelson. Now, they've also tapped Atlanta star Donald Glover to play Lando Calrissian, which I thought was a great cast. That's a great clip. Donald Glover will kill as Lando Calrissian. That'll be fantastic. So, but I just don't know if I if I want like these. And I know I'm just talking about how Donald Glover is going to be great, but I don't know if I want like superstars in these movies because I think it help. I think it takes you out of the world. I mean, you're going to be getting into a. Uh, I'm alone in this. I know. Well, I am. even if you're not alone, you're not going to win this argument. No. Just in the sense it's been of been fought and over. Well, in just in the sense of like, it's not. 
yours. You know what I mean? No. Like what do what do what he's got a role to play here? Um, and anytime you have success, I don't, I don't want to say Stansberry. You kind of sound like a Star Wars hipster, but a little bit of like, dude, this is mine. You can't have Again, it. Again, I'm just I'm just saying I'm, I'm not I'm not like shut the production down. I'm not trying to like. There's no hashtags. I'm not like you know going to bitch and moan. I'm just saying I think there is a little risk here. Of your this world that you because look at again look at the new one that's still in theaters there's nobody in that movie um, Star Wars certainly is getting into risky territory here uh, you start putting out a movie every year inevitably there's going to be a decline in sooner quality. or later you're going to ruin them and I don't know if this is going to be the one I've heard uh, I've heard people very excited about this I've heard people a little bit skeptical about this I heard a guy yesterday online saying he's like dude I hope he's like a father figure to Han Solo whether it's his actual father or he's like the dude who taught him how to be like a space pirate you know and they're they're going out there and like you know uh, Han father I hate I hate that because if you if you look at Han Solo I mean he's like a raised by wolves kind of guy and so having a strong father figure in there I think ruins again the mystique that is Han Solo like Han's always kind of had the like you've always kind of looked at him like bitch I don't need parents I'm Han Solo I came out at 30 you know what I mean like he, he does I don't oh I don't like that now a guy, maybe the old running partner, pre-Chewy, screws him over, sells him out to Jabba, something like that? Okay, I'm in. But Han Dad, I'm not crazy about that idea. And I, I'm with you, I've said it uh, um, as, you know, many times myself, that, that they're going to ruin this franchise, for sure. It's just inevitable. It just will happen. But I really hope, just for me personally, we get through the Han Solo movie and the Boba Fett movie. Outside of that, if you give me the two movies that are already out, and I get a good Han movie and a good Boba Fett movie, truthfully, I don't care what happens to the franchise after that. I don't. Those are the two things I've been waiting on forever. Han and Boba. Outside of that, ruin it all you want. Give it back to Lucas and let him crap all over it the way he did for 15 years straight. I'll be, I'll be fine with it. But there you go. Woody Harrelson going to be in the new uh, standalone Han Solo movie. We'll close out the program next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're also online at WRQK.com. If you missed yesterday's show, you can podcast it there. Now, uh, a a very dedicated listener of ours, Kelly, reached out to me about an hour ago and said, Hey, man, your podcasts are still having a little bit of issues. Uh, There's some starting and some stopping issues. And again, here's what's happening with that. um, We're beta testing a new uh, podcasting loading uh, uh, product. We're one of the first radio stations in the country to have it. And with that, you're going to have some baby uh, steps and some baby issues that happen along the way growing pains and the like is what we'll call it and uh but i have made note of it i'll reach out to a few people today see if we can find out what the resolution of that is but previous shows can be found wrqk.com nearing the end of today's program uh, if you've missed it we've uh, said it only nine million times because we're kind of proud of it uh we are canton's number one morning show and uh for i think it's like the third time in a row now and uh, I don't keep count. I kind of expect for this to happen because, well, I'm an egomaniac that just believes wholeheartedly in my talent and the uh, and the talent of Matthew Fantone, who, uh, which, by the way, without, could not have done this. Uh, so we need to thank him. Everybody here at the radio station, and again, the clients are, are, are really big here, uh, Buzzbin and uh, Culture Coffee Company, CSE, Federal Credit Union, High Voltage Indoor Carding. I know uh, Fantone's been uh, really involved with Roholt Vision Center. That was a big thing. Shoner Chevrolet was uh, was on board for quite a while. So uh, without those guys, this wouldn't be possible. Obviously, everybody listening without you wouldn't be possible to do that. We appreciate you guys, and uh, 
looks like uh, we're getting ready to wait and find out what the deal is, but it sounds like we're going to sign for another three years here. Sounds like that's what everybody wants to do. It's what the radio station wants to do. That's what we want to do. Uh, so that'll be good. Hopefully three more years. And hopefully we'll be able to sit here and be like, dude, for six years straight, this show has been number one. That Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be amazing? It'd be all right. That's a good goal to have. Wouldn't complain. I like that goal. Uh, Fantone made me aware of this during the break. Uh, we told you earlier it's like a monsoon out there, and apparently yeah. Stark County is officially under like a, a flood warning. Flood yeah, line? yeah, it's under a flood warning. Be careful out there. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to say like, dude, it's going to be a monsoon. It's going to, your car's going to get swept away. But like I said earlier, man, slow down when you're driving. Give it, give the person in front of you a little bit of extra sp- space. You don't want a hydroplane or anything like that. Just uh, use some common sense driving, and we should all be okay. And there it is. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Here? What do we got? I mean, I, I want to pat you on the back more. I want to. I want to dance on the graves of other radio station personalities a little bit more. But is this it? We don't. We calling it? Uh, you know, somebody did try to to. to uh, somebody tried to rain on our parade, and uh, a guy had this to say via Twitter apparently yesterday, and I don't know because I don't follow him. But somebody sent it to me that apparently, if he were still on the radio here, this wouldn't be true. Well. Dude, you were still on the radio when we were yeah. on the last time, and we kicked your ass that time. And I mean, what a loser argument of, oh, pff, well, if I just would have made the NBA, I, dude, LeBron wouldn't even be that good. Shut up. It's like, bro, do your podcast. I've left you alone since you're no longer on the radio station because you were A, never at my level, and B, you definitely aren't now. So you keep wearing those He-Man tank tops at 50 looking like you're 17. You keep staging those fake pictures with those strippers so people think you're cool. You keep doing that, bro. I'll keep showing up here every day, knocking it out of the park, and being Canton's number one morning show. God knows pictures with strippers. That's what makes you cool. (laughs) Come on, dude. Yes. Come on. But you keep doing that, bro. You keep doing those Facebook Live videos for those eight people who watch your podcast every day. See, dude, I was going to lay off you. Notice ever since ever since your radio station let you go, what did I do? I left you alone. But if you're going to continue to run your fat, idiotic, untalented mouth, I'm going to continue to take you out to the Sandsbury Woodshed and beat the living crap out of your ass the way I have done since I got here. Mo, you're not ready to play at this level, bro. You're just not. That's why when the last job I lost and you were all pissed and online talking about how you should have been interviewed for that job, nobody called you. Remember, you were going to walk out of Q92 because the phone was going to ring off the hook, Mo. How's that working out? Phone ringing? No, I don't think so. Nobody's called you. That Nobody. phone ain't ringing, bro. I know how it works. God, I would expect, you know, considering Mix 94.1's morning show, you would be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we will call Mo. God, that's bad. They're both in the tank. That's bad. They're both in the tank. That's bad. Your phone ain't ringing, dude. No. I tried to tell you you were going to be the odd man out, Mo. Tried to tell you that. But you kept running your fat, untalented mouth, and I had to do what I always have to do, which is come into a market and kick the crap out of everybody in it and exert dominance. Because that's what I do. That's what fan that's what guys that are talented like Fantone do. We expose the hackery that are dudes like you. You fat, untalented bum. At least I'm fat, but I'm yeah, I got a little bit of ability. I mean something. Got a little bit of ability. I think that was good. I think that's about what I wanted out of that. And, Mom, I'm just going to keep telling you, bro, I'm old school, man. You run your mouth on Twitter. You don't want to see me. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to expose you the way I have on here. I'll expose you off of it the way I've done it on it. Ready for that? I don't think you are. You're a hack, bro. I tried to tell you. You were going to be odd man out. Surprise. Stansbury nails it again. Right again. All right, that's enough of a victory lap.
Feels good. That did feel a little good. I got to tell you, dude, that did feel a little good. I gave it to you for a reason. I knew you needed it. I tried to tell I tried to tell the guy that owned that radio station when I got into town. I emailed everybody that runs every other radio station that isn't Rock 1069 the moment I got here. So get ready. I'm going to wake up every day with the dedication to kick your ass. You've never had anybody who is de- going to dedicate their life to ruining your radio life. And now you do. And now you do. All right, we're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., live on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great afternoon. See ya. Please.